say they were molested by Michael Jackson. We'll get to that eventually. we got a lot of fish to fry today. It's a holiday, so we're going to play a lot mm. of bits. We don't have any fish to fry. Although I will tell you this. Tell me. Uh, before I do, though, about the beast and clearance and where they are. Now, you stop and think about it, because everybody else is befuddled as to where they are today. going to make me think? Yeah. Well, right. I give the bad news. Here's more bad news. An Iraqi child and two U.S. soldiers died in three separate explosions today in Iraq, coalition and Iraqi officials said. Two more soldiers and an Iraqi child. And a whole bunch more people injured. But you notice we never hear about the injuries and, you know, the right. maimed. And the civilians like the Iraqi child. Because, you know. Oh, well, they don't count. Arabs, right. Uh, anyway, 4,450 priests have been accused of sex abuse. This is the U.S. Catholic Bishops' uh, Conference report. Really? Yeah. Who made they that? I thought it was about 1,300. This is between 1950 and 2002. 4,450 just isolated incidents. Well, right. that's not the incidents. That's the number of priests. Mm-hmm. Many of whom had like 10 or more incidents, but at any rate. That we know of. <laughs> we'll get all the numbers for you. Beast and Clarence are in San Francisco. Getting. They're getting hitched. Hitched. What's wrong with you? Oh. The bitch is getting hitched. <laughs> Why not? Hundreds of other couples are. So what's wrong with the Beast and Clarence? They'll come back with a big smile on their puss. Here's the result of the poll from uh, Friday. A lot of votes on there. There's nobody in town today, so we're going to take it really slow. <laughs> There's nobody around. Nobody in town. And I say more power to them. Boy, I, I was saying to George before the show started, it's a real commentary on South Florida, what it's all about. The fact that every time there's a three-day weekend, people just bail out of there like there was leprosy in the streets. Speaking of bad stuff in the streets, the Haitians are a little bit uh, disturbed these days. Have you noticed yes, that? Yeah, they're, uh-huh. they're revolting. Well, that's your opinion. 
Anyway, here's the result of the poll. Thank God I'm a, a real mechanic, you know it? Yes, indeed. Mr. Just before the show today, my fax machine, my printer fax, my great brother, mother, mother, it's a beautiful thing. Handy Jim Dandy. And it uh, got all jammed up there, and I thought, oh, I was going to die right before the show. That's bad. But I got in there, and I stuck my nose in it, and I fixed it. 2,185 votes. What's your take on the mass hysteria all over the USA about filth? On radio and TV, and I think today could be the last day we can say crap. Okay, so let's say a lot. Crap, crap, crap. Okay, and anybody out there is thinking of taking it, crap. don't do that either. Until the crap police come into your house and check it out. Twenty-one eighty-five. The Bush government and the FCC are obscene. Five hundred and thirty-two people said that. I don't want the government censoring my entertainment. Four oh eight. Let's have more sex, less violence. All right. Three hundred seventeen. What a bunch of crap. It was just one partial teat, you morons, 252, and that, of course, referring to Janet Jackson and that whole flap from the Super Bowl that all of a sudden got everybody in this goody two-shoes mode. Freedom in America is dead, 174 said that. I agree. Clean it all up now. Clean up all up now, 153, 7%. Also, Michael Powell is a grandstanding asshole, 153 said that. A dead-footed tie, flat-footed dead. Between those two. Whatever happened to freedom of speech, 133. I guess it's kind of specious now, right? Yeah. And where do I get my passport quick? 63 out of nearly 2,200 votes. Now, like I said, there's nobody in town now, but I think that once they find out that Halley's Berries are on our website today, and a very luscious pair, by the way. It's a nice picture. That's from the movie what? Swordfish. Swordfish. A horrible movie, but a nice pair. So you get explosions. There what? There were some good explosions. Really, really. I would imagine with her sitting around like that, you'd think there'd be a lot of explosions. There'd probably be many explosions from people in the audience once they take a look at that picture and just keep perusing it. It'll be on there. Uh, how often are we going to change these? Uh, I'm going to go for once a week, but, you know, who knows? We'll play it by Once here. a week? Or more, who knows? Are you spelling week? W-E-A-K. Okay, now let's see. Is this thing... Look at that. The uh, Paul, that Eric man, you can't touch him. And, of course... Uh, he's got the little things in there where you can vote on our hot couples contest. We got 35. Thanks to everybody who sent in their pictures. I'm not making any comments about who I vote for, and you aren't either. No, I'm not. But what? Huh? <laughs> what an asshole! Oh, and speaking of assholes, I almost forgot. I'll tell you what an asshole George is. See, there's a difference between sucking around for free food and booze and having any self-respect. You have no self-respect. What am I going to do? I can't afford self-respect. I have children to feed. If you wouldn't have shown up at Greg's surprise uh, birthday party on Friday, it would have made no difference. You'd still be there. Yeah, but still. But what? Free food and booze. And then I hear Joe Rose consorting and having a little crossover with Mo and Gildy. I guess everybody's getting kind of mellow now, huh? Before the 4th of March, when that next trend comes out, everybody's kind of mellowing out. The one good thing is we got no pain in the ass uh, middle-level management people because Muff, God only knows where she is, probably Key West. And Clarence and Beast are in San Francisco. They're hitching it. They're at the old hitching post. I heard Duff was going to be the maid of honor. I heard he was going to be made. Let's see. Oh, Sarah and Sean have got three votes real quick. I better not tell her who's got any votes because then, uh, okay. We'll go down the list a little later on. But at least people are voting now, which is good, oh! on our hot couples contest. First place winner at the end of the week. Are we going to make the deadline on Friday at 2? I thought that's what we uh, discussed. I say we'll make it Friday at like 1.55. So we can read it. Yeah, so we can put it on the air. That would okay. be a little more excitement. Sure. Two more uh, boys uh, Two more. say they were molested by Michael Jackson. And then I got the rest of that Michael Jackson thing to read from Vanity Fair. I know it's ponderous. Too much reading. We know that they don't like that. 
So we'll take a lot of calls like this one. WQAM. Boring. Yeah, boring. You're boring. You're right. He's looking in the mirror. He said it's boring. Although it sounds like he's been gargling with razor blades this morning. Now, you notice, I guarantee you anything, that there are so f few people in town. But you'll notice that every one of the nutcases, every one of the regular uh, goofball jobs, they'll all be there. You'll, you'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll hear from each and every one today. Even though it's President's Day, it's a big freaking holiday. Here's our poll today. Let's get that up there, too, before we get into our heavy-duty stuff and play lots and lots of crap. Isn't that what we want to do? Yeah, man. Which of these do you think was the biggest scandal? Let's see. Two, four, six, eight, ten. We've got ten scandals on here. Besides whenever they let this jackass out that just called again. Wouldn't you like to just take a baseball bat to that? There's a list. I have a list. Mmm, man. Get out that old Louisville slugger, the one that we got tilted up against the wall in there. Watergate. Monica Penisgate. Invasion of Iraq based on lies. Michael Jackson child molestation charges. John Kerry Drudgegate, which, by the way, Miss Drudge, didn't do too big over the weekend. couple of front page stories, and then kind of fizzled out. When in doubt, it all fizzled out. And Kerry wins big in Nevada and Washington, D.C. Howard Dean's got the tourist. He's got a mental problem. Anyway, John Kerry Drudgegate. I don't think that's going to get many votes. Gary Hart, Donna Rice. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Vatican banking scandal. Priest child abuse scandal, which is a very timely day for that. 4,450 priests accused between 1950 and 2002 of molesting children. Gary Condit, Sean Relieve. That's old news, small potatoes, but we'll put it on. And O.J. Simpson murder charges. Should I run those down again? I don't think Robert Blake deserves to be on here yet, do you? Yeah, why not? It's a real deal. He okay. Killed, he killed well, the bitch. And she deserved it. Right. Robert Blake murder charges. Although now we might think that uh, Christian did it. Robert Blake murder. Okay, we'll add that one on there. Which of these do you think was the biggest scandal? Watergate, Monica Penisgate, WQAM. Chamba. Invasion of Iraq based on lies. Michael Jackson child molestation charges. John Kerry Drudgegate. See what I mean? See, the lifeless ones, they never leave town. They're always there. They have, they have no life. They have no cash. They have no job. They have no nothing. And so they're just right. sitting there glued to their phone waiting for their few moments in the they sunshine. They don't even have change for a bus ticket. Gary Hart, Donna Rice, Vatican banking scandal, priest child abuse scandal, Gary Condit, Chandra Levy, O.J. Simpson murder charges, Robert Blake murder charges. Am I leaving anything out? Think about it. WQAM, hello. Frank Line, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Let me ask you something. All these uh, priests that we hear molesting in the United States, is that going on over in Europe as well, or what? Yes, all over the world. All right. Hey, I got a job. I got cash. Hi, you're coming. It's a Catholic thing. WQM, hello. See, they're all... <laughs> you don't have to let me down. I told you. It could be a perfect day. When the chips are down, man, these folks are always there to bail us out. There's no mistake about it, because there's nobody with a brain that's still in that town at this uh, you know, three-day weekend. And for a lot of people, they took off Friday. It was like a four-day weekend. What's not to like? We're here, though, working our brains off to entertain and amuse and bore the crap out of the audience. Twelve minutes after the hour, we got the Mad Dog at two. We got a pretty pristine lineup, considering it's a holiday. It's a paid holiday. And uh, George did show up and suck Red Reed's ass on Friday night at a surprise birthday party at the Boca. Where was it? Uh, Boca Golf Club, Country Club, something like that. But uh, Mad Dog didn't show. All right. Hank didn't show. All right. Joe Rose didn't show. All right. Eddie Kay didn't show. All right. I certainly wasn't going to fly down for that crap. All right. I didn't show. So there you go. I just can't believe what little self-respect you've got. Well, Anything no. for a female. It, it's, it's pathetic. I've taught you nothing. 
over all of these years. Here's a guy, I've decided to terminate George Rodriguez. Here's a guy who you know, appreciates you about as much as somebody appreciates a, a cricket that crawls up their ass. Yeah. That's how much he appreciates you. Yeah. Still, but nevertheless, we still have to put on that phony act. Hey, Greg, happy birthday, Greg, you schmuck. <laughs> but you know what I said. Yeah. <laughs> now, hey, listen, that was a compliment. That was several upgrades. 1013, when it comes to mattresses, America's leading brand is Sealy. The Sealy Posturepedic line is world famous for comfort and durability. If you want rock bottom prices on the entire lineup of brand new Sealy Posturepedics every day, 365 days a year, call 1 800 Mattress. That's the number for our good paisans at Dollar Mattress. Dollar Mattress carry the complete line of Sealy, and now they're even easier to care for than ever before because Sealy's new line of Posturepedics never have to be flipped or rotated, just like the Beast. Just set it up and enjoy years of comfort. In fact, I'll set it up for you. These beds are constructed to provide optimal comfort on the sleeping surface and last for years and years. So just make that one easy call right now, 1-800-MATTRESS, and speak with an expert bedding consultant. You'll enjoy service ranked the best anywhere for overall customer satisfaction. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why Dollar Mattress is ranked numero uno in customer satisfaction, even where they don't speak Spanish. So enjoy a great night's sleep tonight with a Sealy Posturepedic from Dollar Mattress. I've been doing it for years. George uh, Boca Brian, Miguel Fatboy, all the smart folks in some way, so smart at QAM are doing it too. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS. They'll be knocking on your door in no time at all. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Or online, it's mattress.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Not that you have to stop. Welcome to Larry King Live. Joining us tonight is Osama Bin Laden. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So, Osama, yeah? what time you got? Let's see. Uh, half past the hell of my eyes. <laughs> so, this is your first appearance on American television, right? Well, not exactly. I've been on this very network. <laughs> That's right. Well, that 9-11 thing's pretty much forgotten. Stop living in the past, right? Of course. Not to mention the Bush removed the American bases from Saudi soil, as I wish. So, all those warnings? Mm, no, I got what I wanted. So, uh, how's that dialysis coming along? I praise. I love all the Wahhabism that tells us not to wear pants. Lots of room for the bag, you see. Yeah, nice. Okay, let's take a call from Two Egg Florida. What's the question? Yeah, hi, Larry. I got me a question you for Osama. Ask a question. Osama? Yeah? You got change for a five? I did not bring my wallet. Okay, thanks for joining us tonight, Osama. Praise Allah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be seeing Osama in October Surprise this fall on CBS. We'll be back with Krista and Ryan right after this. Ever see Osama and Jeff Rimmer together? Hey, good point. Didn't bring their wallet. 1018 at 560 WQM. Look at this. The correct answer, I think, uh, maybe when the uh, poll so far. Oh, I didn't look after I voted. Which of these was the biggest scandal? Invasion of Iraq based on lies, 27. Two more dead American soldiers, by the way, which barely even gets noticed anymore in the media. That's why I always start the show with those stats every day. Because uh, nobody even talks about it no more. It's kind of like in Vietnam. Right. Well, speaking of Vietnam, the uh, Dr. John Kerry, uh, Jane Fonda <laughs> picture, we'll get to that. Not that they're doing no dirty tricks. <laughs> nothing like that, no. That's how desperate they are. I mean, they're in a total panic. They're in a free fall. They're in the White House. And it's uh, great to see. 47 votes. 27 say invasion of Iraq based on lies. 9, priest uh, child abuse scandal. O.J. Simpson murder charges, 4. Watergate, 3. Vatican banking scandal, 2. Gary Condon and Sean Relieve, 1. And the Michael Jackson child molestation charges only got 1. It's uh, early. They're too busy looking at Halley's berries. It's just amazing. And I, I would suggest, I mean, just me... Uh, we better leave that on for a couple of days because a lot of people are out of town. We don't want the right. regular audience, other than the nut jobs, we don't want them to miss Hallie's Berries. 
But I say uh, every two days we change it, and they okay. don't have to be celebrities. All right. In other words, just some hot-looking babe with some big hooters. That's all. Okay. And the more pornographic, the better. Why not? Okay. Don't you understand? Sure. Well, let's see. You're leading off. Oh, Jim uh, O'Sullivan, who's generally become a real uh, pain in the ass with idiotic facts, and he's got a good one here. You're right. Yes, he the, does. The uh, 2000 election. Right? Right. That was a scandal, although, of course, the public sat back. But it wouldn't work like that. Which, I don't think they're going to sit back this November. I'm going to bet your life on it right now that uh, Kerry wins Florida. Well, How do you like no, that? You're right. He's going to win Florida big time, in fact, by so much that even without uh, being able to... Well, of course, you never know with these voting machines. Right. But at any rate, that's my prediction. So are we adding that one on there? And also Robert yes. Blake, because I don't... Yes. Huh? Okay. we got Robert Blake to have any yet. He won't get any. No. Bitch had it coming. And certainly John Kerry and Drudgegate, that whole thing. Man, did that have wings or what? No. God. Here's the, uh, oh, good, lots of deaths to report, says our daily death reporter. <laughs> Hub Kittle. Who? Colorful baseball coach and pitching instructor who began in 1936 as a minor league pitcher and continued working in baseball all the way. Enough of your pitching. Until 2003 when he served as special pitching instructor for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, died February 10th at a hospital in Yakima, Washington of kidney failure and diabetes at 86. Oh, that's old enough. Tony Pope, Vancouver, uh, what is it, voiceover artist whose cartoon career included the Transformers, Spider-Man, Tailspin, Digimon, and the adventures of Tech Teddy Ruxpin. I'm beside uh, myself. What? Oh, I don't know. Do you know who t Tony Pope was? No, I do now. The Pope's dead, as well as numerous Disney, and don't be blowing no smoke about it either. Numerous Disney cartoons whose movie credits include Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Shrek, Drek, The Prince of Light, died February 11th in L.A. due to complications during leg surgery at the age of 56. Oh, man. And Scott Walker died. Uh-oh. Welterweight boxer, one of the sport's strangest characters during the 90s who fought under the moniker of the Pink Cat, wearing pink boxing trunks and slicked back hair a la James Dean, had a lifetime record of 25-7 and seven with 13 KOs, among whose bouts were win over Alex Arguello in 1995 and lost to Julio Cesar Chavez in 96. Was found dead January 31st in Apache Junction, Arizona, of unspecified causes. He was 34. I always like those unspecified causes. He's what dead. Well, why? Mean? Well, we can't figure it out yet, but we'll let you know. Don't ask questions. Right. He ain't breathing. It don't look too good. Speaking of it, don't look too good. Oh, wait a minute. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's talk to Neil, please. Speaking. Neil, uh, I want to know something. Why is it that, um, why is that Fidel Castro is referred to as president? What would you call him besides, <laughs> besides son of a bitch, what would you call him? Uh, well, uh, he's Emperor? a dictator. Emperor? When was, when was the last election? When was the last election he won for presidency? Uh, two years ago. Two years ago? And you will vote. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go back to Cuba, man. Will you? Cut the crap. Wow. Fidel Castro. Are we talking about Fidel Castro? No. Anybody give a flying fig about Fidel Castro today? No. God, they're rioting in the streets in Haiti, man, because we got our boy Aristide in there who makes uh, Baby Doc and Papa Doc look like uh, Sunday school preachers. Oh, that's right. shouldn't say that. What's up, Doc? Two more boys say they were molested by Michael Jackson. Their stories could put Michael behind bars for a decade or more. All right. Says the prestigious National Enquirer, which is so far ahead of everybody else that it's scary. In a blockbuster new development, law enforcement authorities have located two more boys who claim they were molested by Michael Jackson. The Enquirer has learned exclusively. The boys came forward just weeks ago in mid-January, and their stories could virtually guarantee a prison term for the 45-year-old king of pop. Oh! 
Cops say this is the big break they've been looking for, a source close to the investigation told the Inquirer. Two more witnesses telling consistent and truthful stories that demonstrate a similar pattern of illegal behavior from Jackson could put the singer behind bars for a decade or more. They keep saying that over and over again, which is very good. The new, he'll have a great time in there. The new underage witnesses live in the L.A. area, and both say their sexual encounters with Jackson occurred within the past year. Both also say that Jackson plied them with wine, calling it Jesus Juice. Let's have some Jesus juice. Jesus, that's good. Did Greg serve Jesus juice at his uh, surprise birthday party Friday night? Oh, he didn't serve it. It was there, though. No class. This is the same scenario described by the cancer-stricken boy who's at the center of charges filed against Jackson currently. The boys were located after their parents called police. The parents, after becoming aware of the charges against Jackson, questioned their children who had spent time with them. These kids, unrelated to each other and the first alleged victim, told their parents that Michael had given them wine and engaged in sexual behavior with them. Try the wine? <laughs> oh. Cops have interviewed parents of both potential new witnesses and discussed their options. The parents are nervous about the situation and the cooperation with criminal investigation is not assured at this point, but investigators believe they'll cooperate and turn the criminal evidence against Jackson into a powerhouse. And it says the boys in the L.A. area aren't the only ones police are talking to. They'll soon be flying to New York City to talk to someone involved in the original child molestation allegations made 10 years ago. They also plan on taking a trip to... Yeah. Miami. <gasps> to talk to other potential witnesses in the case. In addition, a second boy who claimed years ago that he was sexually molested by Jackson then left the country as returned, and he, too, could testify. Can't you just hear the parliaments now singing, I want to testify? Well, I want that I record, Boca Brian. I want that song. I want to testify about the parliaments. I love that. Don't you love it? It's good. You don't even know the song. Yeah, I do. Sing a little bit of it. Would no, don't do it. The hippie do the hippie uh, let's see. Uh, Iran-Contra, the worst... Uh, well, I put that on. There was a scandal. It was the whole Ali North Iran Contra? We lied. Nah. Okay, John. Whatever you say. Iran Contra. You want to put that on there? Sure. Why not? Ask Reagan about it. He may have forgotten some of the details, but ask him about it. Well. So we're adding some more to this list, which is okay. Lots of scandals, man. We're talking big, oozy, juicy scandals. Uh, top Dean aide discusses uh, plans to back Kerry. You know, I don't want to say that Howard Dean is like a little. Uh, maybe the pressure got to him. You think maybe that's what set him off? Because he just lost it. I'm not so sure he ever really had it, you know? He was, a, he was a creation of the Internet. And that should speak for itself, shouldn't it? Because we know about a lot of the people who spend much too much time on the Internet. But he just uh, refuses to say goodbye. It's, one, it's like the, uh, you know, the, guest, the uninvited guest who came to dinner and just kind of like uh, made himself comfortable on the couch, turned on the TV, grabbed a hold of the remote, and that's it, and screw you. The man who came to dinner and never left. That's Howard Dean. He won't go away. But Steve Grossman, who is the chairman of the uh, Dean uh, presidential campaign, says that uh, if, if Dean doesn't win in Wisconsin tomorrow, which is there any chance that he no. will, that he's going to leave and uh, then we'll join the Kerry race. He says, I will reach out to John Kerry unless he reaches out to me first. I'll make it clear that I'll do anything and everything I can to help become the next president. And uh, Dean's got no chance to win Wisconsin. On a scale of zero, he's got minus infinity tomorrow. His uh, crowds, you can't complain about the crowds for his speeches anymore because there aren't any. There are like hundreds of empty seats no matter where he speaks because he's done. He's finished. You're done, Howard. Nice try. Hey, Howard. Absolutely. You're done. Maybe I can help. Is it, is it all people named Howard who just don't know when they're done? Is that what the problem is? Absolutely. 27 after 10 at 560 WQ. He was there sucking up the free booze. Did you get to meet, meet his wife? Uh, I didn't meet his wife. I mean, I saw her there, but 
Did, in other words, you didn't uh, consort with Mo and uh, Mrs. Mo? Uh, as he was walking by, we, uh, you know, had a, uh, I don't know, a moment, but we never... A brief chat? Yeah, no, no, like a hello, Howard kind of a moment, but he didn't introduce his wife, and I didn't introduce mine or nothing. In other words, it was a little frigid, a little chill here? It was uh, brief. I see. Anyway, everybody and their brother is on the Atkins now, and I'm going to tell you one thing. Uh, even when he was alive, he was never as popular as he is now. He was on Saturday on Larry King, even though he's dead, and his wife's going to be on. What's her name? Veronica Atkins is going to be on tonight. <laughs> it's going to be great. I hope she's not fat. Anyway, if you're on the Atkins or any other low-carb diet, man, are you going to love this store, Delights of West Boca, because they got something that your supermarkets don't have for Atkins or other low-carb diets, and that's variety. They've got over a 1,000 low-carb products in stock, including... Breads and bagels, cookies and crackers, things with some taste to them, chips and brownies, cheesecakes, chocolates, ice cream, pasta, sauces, and ketchup. At Delights, you'll find a wider selection anywhere in the universe. They're open every day, seven days a week, from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And one of the great things at Delights, you can try anything in the store before you buy it to see if you likes it. And their staff knows dieting inside and out. They're experts when it comes to low-carb. And they have the complete line, the biggest selection of Atkins brand products anywhere, which are on sale today, next Sukkis, two weeks from Tishabov, every day. So the low-carb diet is rated number one. Why not head for the number one low-carb sugar-free store anywhere? Delights of West Boca. You'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next door to Boston Market. You can call them toll-free, 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web, you'll find them at lowcarb.com. There's only one Delights of West Boca, and it is your official Atkins Retail Center. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, UAM. What a humongous Wow! I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Travel I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, Lapalama. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico and Texas and New York. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. We're going to California and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon. He's been reduced to basically doing uh, one thing. He says the same thing over and over and over again about he was the first one to come out against the war, and he was the first one to tell you about uh, No Child Left Behind was a fraud, and he did it before it became fashionable, and he was the first one who did this and the first one, and that's it. That's all he says. And he has that blank look on his push, like, uh, Mm -hmm. don't, don't confuse me with the facts. I'm Mr. Oblivious. I told you there was something a little bit off, and he does. He looks exactly like Joe Costello will in a few years. I'm telling you right now, even though you're in denial. Right. Hey, listen, you went to uh, Greg's birthday party, so what do you know about anything? Blind. What do you know about life? Well, you will be if you go to one more of those. And you're the one that taught me how to do free meals. Yeah, free meals, if they're, but not something like that. You know, the, the uh, ratings parties or the, uh, the station uh, Christmas party, fine, yeah, that's what's, great. What's the difference? But Greg Reed's surprise birthday party? Yeah. At my the Boca, God. At the Boca Country Club? I can't afford Was to Was Boca there Brian there? No. Speaking of Boca? <laughs> yeah, right. No. 
Stephen, he's got enough self-respect. He wasn't invited. Bald Pete. Of course he was. He's associated with his show. He was not invited. Anybody? Was Josh there? Were you there? He was not invited. What, what do you mean? He's associated with his show. Somebody had to represent us. Oh, that's right. You were there to represent the Neil Rogers show at Greg's party and pretend that we really care. We don't care, Greg, okay? We're not even going to wish you a happy birthday <laughs> to you, stranger. He don't even show his puss one on there. And, and, and they're a wise choice. We know the way he's stabbed us in the heart, right through the heart. Not in the back, but right through the heart. But nevertheless. Uh, photographs show Senator Kerry with Jane Fonda at an anti-war rally. The only problem is it's photo. It's a fake. It's uh, ersatz. It's on our website. You can take a look at that when you're through uh, checking out Halley's Berries. You want to see the response we're getting already, even though there's nobody in town? Yeah. I'll show you. Okay. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, hi. I, I just wondered, did you happen to see the Michael Moore show on Showtime last night? No, I did not. Oh, my God, you missed it. He did it all about the combine ammunition that they bought it from Kmart. <laughs> he yeah, he made Kmart stop selling ammunition. Right. Then he went to Charlton Heston's house, and he said, yeah, I'm a director, and Charlton Heston got all pumped up. That's in the movie. That's in Bowling for Columbine. That is the movie. Oh, yeah. They were sure. oh, yeah. In other words, the movie was on? Yes. Oh, well, I've seen the movie. No, it wasn't a movie. It was a documentary yes, about Michael Moore. Uh, Michael Moore. Then he went to Charlton Heston House, and Charlton Heston invited Okay, have a great day, pal. Uh, get that guy Russia's old hearing so aid, anyway, you please? Bowling for him. Columbine was on last night, and I watched a little of it. And, yeah. uh, I've seen had... Bowling for Columbine twice, sir, okay? It was not a documentary about uh, Michael Moore's life. It was a documentary about his uh, thing. Not no big deal. At any rate, it was a great movie, and everybody ought to be forced to watch it. And, uh, yes, I have seen it, sir, and you just don't even understand. You don't get it. That's what Bowling for Columbine is, sir. It's a documentary. won the Academy Award for Best Documentary last year, but nevertheless. Uh, getting back to this picture, which after you're through uh, checking out Halley's Berries, here's a picture of, uh, it says, actress and anti-war activist uh, Jane Fonda speaks to a crowd of Vietnam veterans. As activist and former Vietnam vet John Kerry listens and prepares to speak concerning the war in Vietnam, and it says AP photo. The only problem with this is it's fake. And you'll see, as you look a little bit down, you'll see that the real photo, which showed John Kerry uh, sitting there by himself uh, with nobody next to him, and Jane Fonda is cropped in. The original photograph captured Kerry alone preparing to give a speech at the Register for Peace rally in Mineola, New York, June 13, 1970, three months prior to the event pictured in the previous Fonda Kerry photo. Someone has grabbed an image of Jane Fonda with a microphone onto the picture and knocked it up as a newspaper photo to create an impression of a closeness between the subjects. So that's part of the whole schmear thing. Oh, yeah, he's got this uh, intern. He's got this broad over there in Africa now, whose uh, name is, she's been outed already, the picture. And uh, nobody cares about that because there's not even any story there. Well, he came on to where he did. Yeah, I noticed Miss Fudge has already voted on our poll. Do you see that? No, I haven't. You want to know how I know that? Because John Kerry and Drudgegate has got one vote. Nice going, Matt. Nobody's buying it. At any rate, five six seven. I want to get as many crank. I mean, as many great calls on today as we can because it is a holiday, and I think I proved my point. And this last guy who started out, I thought he was a real call. You know, he was. Well, he thought real? it was a real call, but nevertheless, right. it was a, a documentary on Michael Moore's life. Sure. <laughs> Isn't that what they had on Showtime last night? A documentary. It on was Michael a Moore's documentary life. on Michael Moore's life. That's right. Started when he was a baby. Exactly, and it ends when he dies. Five six seven oh five sixty. We haven't heard from. Uh, let's see. What does the guy say? You son of a bitch. You, mis you miserable son of. A. We haven't heard from him yet. The, the husky guy. The husky yeah. Husky. You miserable son of a bitch. Yeah. The one that drags it out. He'll, He'll be, be on there. there. Yeah. He don't have money for bus ticket either. WQAM. Hello. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Pally. Uh, went to the Daytona five hundred yesterday. No. I'm so sorry. 
I'm, well, the uh, president was there. I don't know if you heard that or not. Yeah, I know. Uh, the section he was in, I happened to be sitting in. To get in there, it was about a three-hour wait to get through the metal detectors. You had to get searched. You had to get checked. All, all, all these things, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, he stayed for half the race. He used it as a public speaking ground. It was, it was incredible. One of the uh, interviews, he, he was asked about why he's at the race. He said that uh, he was talking to a senator, and he, he almost said that if, the senator said, if you want to get reelected, you need to get down and see the races. But he stopped mid-sentence and totally backed out of the question. It was, it was pretty cool. Really? He left, half, he left halfway through the race. It was a lot of mixed, there was a lot of booze there, which was, you know, that, that's kind of good for all those rednecks to be booing. Right. Well, that's what yeah, it's all, that's the whole purpose of it. But, no, there was, there was, there was I, I feel there was more uh, negative towards them than positive, so we might be uh, getting in the right direction. Well, he is a danger to the race, the uh, human race. Thanks for the good news, Pally. Have a great life. Okay, don't go back to the thing again where they go around and around and around. Oh, boy. Man, that stuff just leaves me limp. But to each its own. You know, there's some people like uh, horse racing, which is very exciting, and, uh, you know, you can actually make a few bucks on it or lose. Uh, and then there are other people who want to watch cars go around and around, you know. But the good news is, uh, what's his name, won the race? What was his name? Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, yeah, Little E. Won the race. The only reason I know that is because they just had it on CNN a little while ago, and uh, does anybody care? No. And one thing I don't want name I don't want to hear, do you know who really pisses me off? Who really pisses me rich off? Rich assholes. Who? I mean, if you're oh. a rich person, more yeah. power to you. If, you know... But if you're a rich asshole, right. then you really piss me off. The, Just take your money and go away. We don't want to see you no more. Right. The, the, those are the people rich. I respect. They made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. They're enjoying it. They leave us right. alone. More power to them. I love those people. In fact, maybe they'll send me some of it. But people like George Steinbrenner just make me want to get, oh, he's got A-Rod, the Yankees, $25 million man. You know, something, blow it out your ass. Both A-Rod and Steinbrenner, blow it out your ass. I'm so glad that I don't have anything to do with baseball no more. I don't watch it. I don't care about it. I'm not interested in it. When they started with these 10 and 12 and 13 and 15 and $20 million salaries, I said, bye-bye. That's it. It's, a it's, not, it's not even a sick joke. It's pathetic. But nevertheless, see, George is safe because he don't care about any of it. Huh? So how do you like George Steinbrenner? Who? Oh, look at me. He's got two things. He's got tons of money, and he's got a big, big, fat ego. Oh, we're going to win the World Series. Are you, are you we're going to buy the World Series. Just like Wayne did, you know, back in 97, the same crap. Bought the World Series and then stabbed everybody through the heart. Those of you who want to subsidize billionaires, man, you go right ahead. They can, they can suck my kneecaps. 1041 at 560. Pretty tasty, too, by the way, Wayne. Hey, if you're planning on replacing your carpeting because they look pretty nasty and they don't smell too good either, don't waste all of that cash. Unless you're a billionaire like Steinbrenner or Wayne, if you want your area rugs and your carpeting and your drapery or upholstery all looking just like you had it bought yesterday, like it's brand new, just call my good friends at Dry Concepts. Please don't waste all the other cash because they'll give you a fair guaranteed written price up front before they start the job. They'll roll up their sleeves and then they'll go about doing a job like you've never seen before. They'll make even the schmutziest looking carpets in the world look and smell just like brand new. That is correct. They leave them vibrant in color, soft to the touch. They smell lemony fresh. They dry in a couple of hours, and everybody who comes into your home will think you had brand new laid right on your floor. Like I said, no rip-offs, a guaranteed written price right up front before they start the work, and when they're done, it's like a miracle's happened in your house. When you do call Dry Concepts, be sure to ask them to put you on their standby list, which will save you an extra 15% on the already unbeatable price of the stupendous job they do for you. Here's the number to call toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. I've been using them in my home for over 20 years. You ought to be doing the same because nobody does it like Dry Concepts. 1-800-248-5071 or check them out on the web at dryconcepts.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM.
Rush is a junkie head. Oh no, that was prescribed medication. I know what it Rush is a junkie head. Oh, that was medication for my back pain. Rush up the bed. Now it's five thousand pills a day. Rush is a junkie. Rush is a junkie. Oh, 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 I got so high that I would float till rehab placed one toe firmly back on moral ground. Rush is a junkie. Rush is a junkie. Ten forty six at five sixty WQM. Look at how many votes the leading couples got. Got thirty, man. Sarah and Sean. Now, that should come as no surprise because Sarah is uh, showing us her nips. Thank you, Sarah, for that. And uh, they're obviously for real. She doesn't have any of those overblown, gigantic, bloated, uh, phony baloney, uh, water balloon kind of uh, teats, right? Right. I sure wish Monica had shared. Let's see. Second place, you got Monica and Brian. They got about 20. I'll just read the top few because we got 35. That would, that would kill the whole show to read. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I'll read them all twice. <laughs> well, it's a holiday for crying out loud. Yes. Aaron and Brandon got 17. They were in our uh, last year in the contest. They gave it a shot, and they're in third place right now at 17. Nothing wrong with them. Uh, Giselle and Rick, I told you they would do well. Mm -hmm. 13. Didn't I tell you that? Mm -hmm. Karen and Joe got a dozen. Uh, J Jesse and Jeffrey have got 10. They were also last year gave it a shot. Also, nothing wrong with them. Uh, Carmen and Danny, six. Uh, Lena and Andy have got five. And look at those perverts, those old pervs there. Lucy and Dave have got five. Nice going, guys. Yes. Man, goes to Sherry, never too old to, you go. uh, <laughs> you go, guys. At any rate, that's what we got so far. Everybody else is smaller potatoes, and we'll get to them. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Canada condemns racist Conan O'Brien TV show. Oh, my God. Those frogs are all bent out of shape. Well, they're pissed off at Don Cherry. They're pissed off at the world. We can't help it. All you frogs, everybody hates French Canadians, especially in South Florida. You can relate to this. You know who hates them, too? Who's that? The French. The French French. The French in France? Yes. Who the hell are they to talk? <laughs> Have you ever been in France? No. Don't. Okay. Canada's government Friday condemned a show by, and of course, Conan O'Brien was here most of last week, and just the ratings in Canada for that uh, show were just by so far the biggest ever for a late-night show. I mean, humongous. Anyway, um, condemned a show by U.S. late-night TV show host Conan O'Brien that insulted French-speaking people in Quebec and seemed to suggest everybody in Quebec province was homosexual. Well, we know that. Absolutely. And, of course, they could have included Ontario, too. Absolutely. And the whole country, probably, except for a few cowboys in Calgary, and we're not too sure about them, and in Moose Jaw. I guess the further north you get, you might find a few stray straight people, like up there in uh, Medicine Hat. 
Ottawa and the province of Ontario paid 760 grand to help O'Brien, who appears on NBC, bring a show to Toronto last week for the boost the city's profile after that horrendous SARS outbreak last year that just about killed the city. But the federal government said O'Brien had gone too far with the show broadcast on Thursday, in which he went to Quebec, a province which has had a separatist government for much of the last 20 years and is a delicate political topic in Canada, eh? We want to disassociate ourselves from the comments which were broadcast last night because we don't support them in any way, junior government minister Moriel Belanger told Parliament. You know Mr. Belanger? Not personally, no. At one point, and by the way, how come they call Castro president? <laughs> At one point in the show, Triumph the insult comic dog. See, I don't know who Triumph is because I don't watch Conan O'Brien. Do you? Uh, Triumph is all over the place. He has crossed over. He's been on other shows. He's been he on cross the, Emmys, the Grammys. He's great. Well, there's nothing like a cross-dressing insult comic dog. Pulls no punches and a cigar-smoking fool. Oh, he, that's a rip-off on, uh, on Ed, the uh, sock. Ed, the sock on much TV. Yeah, whatever. Right? Who knows? Who oh, Ed, Ed, the sock has been on there for years, so that's just a rip-off. A hand puppet that's a regular on the show said to a Quebecer, you're French, you're obnoxious, and you know speaking English. It told another, I can smell your crotch from here. Well, so what's wrong with those comments? O'Brien's team were also shown replacing street signs in the province with those that read Quebec Queer Street, as opposed to Quebecer, Quebec Queer Street, and Rue des Pousses. See, it's a good thing I'm reading that in French, because yeah, if I didn't, we'd be in deep crap. Right. Alexa McDonough, legislator for the left-leaning New Democrats, described the program as racist filth and utterly vile and demanded the government seek return of the million-dollar Canadian subsidy. There may be those who say, isn't this interfering with freedom of expression? It's not interfering to say we will not publicly fund this kind of vile, vicious hate-mongering, McDonough told reporters. Belanger didn't commit to asking for money back. Peter Sumalias, a Toronto businessman who helped bring the show to the city, said the sketch was just a joke and called the Fuhrer a tempest in a peapod. Quebec is the home of some great comics comedians, he said. They understand comedy. No one at NBC was available for comedy, yada, yada. So only the frogs were all bent out of shape. Everybody else loved it like they did everywhere else. So you go, Conan, even though I don't watch your show. So you didn't actually say whether you watch your show or not? Oh, I've seen it, but... I don't watch it. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that's uh, that's good. You almost redeemed yourself for going to Greg's surprise birthday party. Hey, surprise, Greg! <laughs> oh, look at that. Daytona Beach. Speaking of that caller we had moments ago who went to the Daytona 500. A beer-soaked Medea Paris Wells looked shaken. She and 35 other George Bush protesters had encountered plenty of profanity along their par uh, parade march Sunday to the Daytona International Speedway from Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University, but a beer bottle thrown by an enraged race fan turned to send it near disaster. The glass bottle shattered on a narrow aluminum pool, barely missing the head of Paris Wells, a 23-year-old Embry-Riddle student. That was real close, she said, watching as a police officer led a woman away in handcuffs. I'm glad the cop ran after her. They handled it real well. One of the protest organizers, 21-year-old Majid Vasig, and Emory Riddle Sr. said Bush needed to know he didn't necessarily have the NASCAR dad vote in the bag. Unless you own a race car, you're not going to be benefited by Bush and the policies, he said. The protesters, young and old, carried signs that read, Drop Bush, Not Bombs, and Bush lied, Americans died, while chanting, Hey, hey, ho, ho, George Bush has got to go. <laughs> Amen. Hey, hey, ho, ho, give old Bush the old heave-ho. Nice going. How do you like that? Well, he, he probably fit in well. He was in his environment with a lot of yahoos. You know, I realize not everybody goes to all those races is a bunch of yahoos. You got a couple of grease balls like Joe Costello, and that's about it. And then our previous caller, who didn't sound like a yahoo at all, did he? No. Sounded like he, uh, you know, bright enough to know better. But that's okay. It's an international sport, don't you know? Uh, I don't care. Which of these do you think was the biggest scandal ever? 239 votes. Uh, invasion of Iraq based on lies, 92. Two more dead American soldiers, by the way, today. 
which nobody's even paying attention to anymore. It'll be 600 before long, then it'll be 700. Oh, but we're going to have those elections by the end of July, aren't we? No. And we're going to turn everything over to them and get the hell out, aren't we? No. The 2000 election, 46. Priest child abuse scandal, 37. Uh, maybe the reason it's not getting more votes is because it was no surprise to anybody. Although it should have a lot more votes than that, shouldn't it? It ought to. Watergate, 19. O.J. Simpson murder charge, only 16. You know, once upon a time we could have done this poll, and O.J. would have been right up there on top. But he's slipping. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, he only killed two people. Monica Penisgate, 10. Vatican banking scandal, 7. Michael Jackson child molestation charges, 4. Iran Contra, 4. How's Ali North doing? Uh, Gary Condit, Chandra Levy, 2. Gary Hart, Donna Rice, 1. John Kerry, Drudgegate, 1. So Matt's voted. Nice going, Miss Fudge. Hope you're having a nice time back there. And Robert Blake murder charges none, 239 votes, and that's because, uh, oh, man. unlike uh, Nicole, this bitch, Bonnie Lee, she had it coming. Every American could agree with that, right? Right. Except maybe her sister. Her sister? Yeah. Probably, she have a sister? Probably another scamming bitch just like her. How do you know that? I don't know that, but you know how DNA works. Next thing you know, you're going to be making drug charges against your sister. <laughs> Say that she was kind of a dope peddler, maybe just a dope. Wouldn't surprise me. There's just something about the Deep South. I don't care what any of you say, man. <laughs> any of who say. Guess what movie I saw over the weekend? Well, I told you the one I saw, which I came across by accident with Johnny Depp. And as soon as I see Johnny Depp, I now stand up and pay attention. The movie is called Dead Man. Right. Very, very strange, and an excellent movie. It's just, uh, uh, you know, strange. And the other movie was Mississippi Burning, which I've seen many, many, many oh, times. Yeah. And it makes me realize that uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. The deep south and the U.S. We need we need to have a se uh, separation of the states. We need to go back to uh, north and south, wherever right. the twain shall meet. And South Florida can just kind of float. Part of it can float south, which it's already there, I think. And the rest of it can just float off into the Atlantic. Or maybe off over by the uh, Bahamas somewhere. Okay. Bring a little bit of civilization to some of those barbarians over there yeah, in the Bahamas. Oh, it's just a joke. We're just fun in you, okay? Yeah. No, we're not. Who are we to talk? Yeah. No, some of those barbarians over yeah, there. Yeah, man. Isn't that what they call the Bahamians? Bahamian barbarians? <laughs> oh, and I got bad news <laughs> for those people who are for planning on voting. Be sure and vote three or four times in November because it says here the 2000 pool problems may return. Despite the Help America Vote Act signed in 2002 to improve the electoral system, well, first of all, the electoral college system's got to go. 32 million registered voters still will be using punch cards this November in the presidential election, according to a report released last week. Illinois, Missouri, Ohio, Tennessee, and Utah will have the largest number of counties planning to use punch cards. Florida, where the system, of course, was a nightmare, has replaced all its punch card machines with either optical or electronic equipment. But the bad news is that Bobby Wexler lost that lawsuit, and we're not going to have any paper trail. So they can just make it, make it up as they go along. It's a possibility you can still have a problem in 2004 if the election is close. Kimball Brace, president of election data services, said during news conference on Thursday, changes have been made, but probably not as much as we anticipated, and uh, yada, yada. Well, in other words, if it's too close, the fix might be in. So be sure and vote for Kerry 15, 20, maybe about 30, man, just to be on the safe side. Because if it's too close, then the fix will be in. Four minutes before 11 at 560, WQM, Enterex Diabetic is a delicious meal replacement drink that happens to be made for people like me living with diabetes or for anybody else who wants to cut down their sugar intake because we know beyond the shadow of a doubt that sugar kills. Enterex Diabetic is sweetened with Splenda, which is made from sugar, so there's no nasty aftertaste like you get with aspartame and saccharin. Like I said, Splenda is made from sugar, but it's not sugar, okay? Capiche? 
Recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who can't sacrifice proper nutrition just because they're in a hurry, Anorex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides you with all the essential vitamins and minerals you need for a healthy life. Plus, it's got fiber, antioxidants, and yet it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol, too. Anorex Diabetic is gluten-free and lactose-free, and 8-ounce can provides you with 237 calories of easy-to-digest nutrition. You tried once, and I guarantee, I'll bet Josh's life on it, you'll never go back to whatever you were drinking before. Pick up some Anorex Diabetic wherever you're shopping at Publix, Walgreens, Eckerd's, Navarro, Sedano, CVS, other local pharmacies, or if you'd like that free two-pack, all you have to do is make that one simple call at 1-866-368-3739, and our friends at Anorex Diabetic will send you that two-pack, one vanilla, one chocolate latte, or you can order online at interxdiabetic.com. Just click on where it says free samples. When you call, be sure and tell them that Neil sent you for the delicious one. By mentioning my name, you get yourself an additional special gift. Call today, 1-866-368-3739. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. At 560. I'll tell you one thing. Howard Dean and Joe Costello are the same person. See, you're not looking in the right place. If you look at sure his yeah. lips, if you look at Joe's lips, you'll see that's Howard Dean. I'm telling you right now, it's the same person in drag. Okay. I think he borrows most peace when he goes on those debates. At any rate, I guarantee you, Joe probably gets just as many votes as Howard Dean's going to get tomorrow in Wisconsin. Lord. <laughs> All he has to do is say, I'm not Howard. Oh, God, it's just uh, so sad. You know, he did some nice things. He got a lot of people motivated, interested in the process, yada, yada, yada. All that stuff sounds wonderful, but wow. Like that one choice we had in the poll that one day, thank goodness we learned while it, was, uh, it wasn't too late. <laughs> oh, brother. 
Anyway, which of these do you think was the biggest scandal is our poll question. we got so many different things going on today. we got Halley's Berries, and even though it's a holiday and there's nobody in town, we're getting a phenomenal result on our website, okay? See, we right. don't care about the show anymore. We just care about our website, right? Certainly. Yeah, what do you mean by that? Huh? Well, we got a lot of stuff going on there. They're intertwined. And those people that don't have a computer, well, you know, that's uh, your problem. It's have a source uh, of George material. Steinbrenner will buy you one when he's through paying all these people. When he's through paying Payrod, he'll, he'll buy you all a PC, a real good one. Not just some chintzy one, but a real good one. The most expensive one. In fact, don't we want to get uh, Josh a computer? Are you ever going to get that thing in your house, Josh, so we can get that thing going? Uh, that's not on me. Uh, we're working on it, though. It's not on you? It's on, uh, it's on what's it's on his Troy. name? Todd, I know. I mean, Troy, did I say Todd? Oh, geez, if it's on Whoa. Todd Dreck, forget about it. Put down mind? future lifetime. It's Troy Stratford. It's on his ass. At any rate, that's a horrible thought. 109 people say the biggest scandal of uh, all time, invasion of Iraq based on lies. 2000 election, 57. See, we just put that on there. And we're still bitter about that. And each one of those 57 people are going to vote like a million times in November. Not looking too good for Bush in Florida. Priest child abuse scandal 42, as it's moving up, as it well should. 4,450 priests just in the U.S. alone. Accused of uh, child molestation between 1950 and 2002. And remember those assholes in the beginning? Oh, it's just a few isolated incidents. You're just making a mountain out of a whole hill, man. Right. That is. Watergate, 26. O.J. Simpson, murder charges, 18. Don't forget, Dennis is a menace. Monica Penisgate, 12. How do you like that? We went through a whole impeachment thing, and only 12 people think that was a big Simmons, and they're right. Vatican banking scandal, 7. Iran-Contra, 5. Michael Jackson, child molestation charges, 4. Gary Condit, child relief, 2. Gary Hart, Donna Rice, 1. John Kerry, Fudgegate. Only Miss Fudge thinks it is, because that's his vote. And Robert Blake, murder charges have got the big... Oh! Yeah, I told you. Nobody's going to vote for that because uh, he did it the uh, pubic service. <laughs> or Christian. We don't know yet. Is he Christian? Brando is. Oh, don't start with Christian Brando again, will you please? That's, that's the excuse. He's going to be the scapegoat, that's all. Yeah, whatever. Nobody's buying into that, are they? Well, no, he already shot like Marlon. Somebody, Hasn't Marlon too. had enough tourists already? Screw him. Oh, screw Marlon Brando? Well. Wally Cox would if he were still around. And I know there's some lines for that, but let's try to <laughs> yeah. keep the license going, okay? Walk away. Five six seven oh five sixty. Now we'll get some calls. We got the cranks. They can call back again as often as they like today. Today only get out of their system, right? Right. We still haven't heard you miserable. And see, he probably doesn't want to call because it would be too embarrassing for a guy like him to let everybody know that on a holiday, on a long three or even four day holiday weekend, that he's still around in town. He is, and he will. And call. can't afford bus or camp fare to the county line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes? Hey, you want to put something very old on your poll? Yes. Uh, Kennedy in the Chappaquiddick. Oh, Kennedy. that's, uh, you know, I meant to put that on there. I forgot all oh, about it. Oh, I think it's a wonderful idea. Okay, thank, thanks, Pally. <laughs> that's not what Mary Jo said. She didn't think it was a good idea. Uh, uh, Ted Kennedy slash Chappaquiddick. Right? Okay. How could we right. left that off? My bad. I, I thought about it when I was making the list, but, you know. Can't wait to see how Josh is going to spell Chappaquiddick. C-H-A-P-P-A-Q-U-I-D-I-C-K. I'm sure he knows the last part real well. Okay, you got it? C-H-A-P-P-A-Q-U-I-D-I-C-K. Got it? Got it. I-C. Okay. He's got it. Ted Kennedy slash Chappaquiddick. There's one for Erica. How could we have done? Thank you very much, sir. You see, it's important that we took that call right there. You yep. know, some people might have wondered, well, you know, what was that? That was very important. WQAM, hello. 
Yeah, another thing, Uncle Neil. Uh, do yeah. you have up there the Warren Commission of Military? Um, mm, I don't know uh, if that's close, but it just, that's, uh, that's a scandal. I mean, I would agree with you, but that won't get any votes. And one other thing, Uncle Neil, did you watch yes, the debate last night? Don't Neil again, please. Did, I watched the last ten minutes. I, enough debates already. You know, I mean, why are they wasting our time? No, but it was real good to the point where Sharpton really uh, had a pair of Coolionis yesterday, and I really like what he said. He, he always has a pair. He's got a big pair, and he uh, got a big mouth, and he didn't have any votes. Well, if you could clone, take part of part of sandwich and throw it into Kerry, then we'd have the ultimate candidate. But, okay, well, uh, good luck, Wister, and have a great day. Have a great day, Uncle Caller. Five six seven. He's a good guy, but he just oh five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You know what I mean? What do you mean? You know what I mean? Let's take a look at that hot couples <laughs> contest. I want to. I just want to see over. how it's going. Right? No, over not over and over again. I just want to take a look oh, at the uh, top me. or at the topless one. No, you want to look at Hallie's berries, and you also want to look at Sarah. Yeah. Sarah and Shauna got forty nine votes. I tried to tell. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Monica and Brian, who are second with forty three, it's pretty damn close right now. Monica's got the, she's got the uh, bra on, but I'm going to yeah. tell you. Monica, huh? I'm begging you. Oh, please, Monica. It's pretty damn close to being off. You know, it doesn't leave much of the imagination. Come on, Monica. And then you got Giselle and Rick with 21 votes, who are going to do very well, like I told you. Aaron and Brandon, who always do well. They got 18, right? And yeah. the Jesse and Jeffrey, who do well with 17. Karen and Joe got 15. Carmen and Danny got 9. Uh, Lucy and Dave got 6. Lena and Andy have got six. I guess I should read them all, shouldn't I? Why not? Stacy and Steve, five. Eileen and Justin have got five. No, that's not the same Justin. Don't get panicky. Maggie and Tom, four. Uh, Carmen and Carlos have got four. It's amazing how many of these came in right at the end. You know what the answer? Yeah. Karen and Brian, three. Lori and Mike have got three. Uh, Chris and, and the Jim, who looks just like Al Goldstein, three. Uh... That guy looks like Mad Mike. Jessica and Henry have got three, doesn't he? Doesn't Henry look a little like Mad Mike from our sales department? Sorry, Henry. That was a shot. I apologize. Noel and Mike have got two. Uh, Ingrid and Keith have got a pair. Cheryl and Rich have got a pair, and you can look right at them. Andy and Billy have got two. We have a couple of gay couples, and they're not the... They're sucking hind wind at the moment. Uh, Zachary and Andrew have got one. Uh, Kaylee and Steve have got one. Anastasia and Felix won. Billy and Mo got one. It would be bad if uh, there's anybody with none. Russie and Terry got one. Robin and Anthony have got one. Davida and Garvey have got one. That isn't Steve Garvey. I'm sure of that. Margaret and Kurt have got one. And uh, Terry and Donna got one. Kara, Kim and Pat have got Oh, no. Kim and Pat don't have any. And I bet you there's another one underneath, if I can ever get this thing to move. Who's who's underneath them? Uh, oh, there's a whole bunch of them. Tiffany and Mike right. don't have any yet? It's early yet. And Brenda and Cliff don't have any yet? Come on, at least vote for yourselves, guys. Get with it. I guess they don't have any friends. Uh, Danae, how do you say that? Danae and Ian? Okay. I got none. And Darren Clint got none. 231 votes. You're right, it's just getting going. There will be thousands of votes on there by the end of the week. The deadline will be 155 this Friday for all your vote. So hustle your ass onto our website. Just click on where it says a contest, right? Don't they have to click that on to vote? Yes. Because in the meantime, all you'll get is Hallie's berries in the pool and a bunch of stories. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You'll, you'll see Chappaquiddick goes zooming up that thing. In fact, I'll guarantee if it wouldn't have been for Chappaquiddick, Ted Kennedy would have been president once upon a time. You're right. 
It had a whole change. Oh, here's the story on the pedophile priest on the CNN. Be some minor changes between now and when the final report is released to the public on February 27th. Darren. Jason, of course, what stands out about this are the numbers and the allegations that they're jaw The numbers are but other staggering. Than that, for those of us who and our viewers who haven't followed it as closely day to day as you've been able to as the beat reporter on the story. Staggering. Where, where does this report come from and why does this report stand out from what's going to seem like a, a blur of reports? And keep in mind, this report was commissioned by the church itself, not a bunch of outside agitators. And where the report come from, comes from, if you rewind just a bit, uh, the U.S. Conference of Bishops, when they met in Dallas, uh, they decided to come up with tougher standards in dealing with allegations of abuse. And so what they did was they said, let's take a proactive approach here. Let's take a look at the scope of the problem. Let's just keep that in mind, boys and girls. All you uh, kids that keep getting dragged to church every Sunday, just say no. Like Nancy Reagan said, just say no to your family when they want to drag you in there. Because the main thing that they want to do in church is alter boys. Providence after 11 at 560 WQM, if you want to alter your girth, if you want to get some of that weight off of your fat ass, balance for life may be exactly what you're looking for. Uh, 50% of America now is fat, and probably the number is more than that. That's where it's at, is fat. Everybody's fat, and they're dying from it. They're getting diabetes, which is no fun, trust me when I tell you. If you're tired of having no energy, if you're tired of having no clothing that fits, if you're tired of walking around looking like a tub of crap, here's the answer for you, balance for life. They bring you a little black sack every morning. That's the key to the whole deal. They deliver it right to your door. All you have to do is fill out a menu once a week. They give you two choices for each meal and snack. And the key to the whole thing is that they give you so much food in this program in your little black sack, you're not going to be cheating. You're not going to be desperate and starving like most diets where you just have little teeny tiny portions. Not with Balance for Life. You get three meals, two delicious snacks, and we're talking gourmet stuff. Everything made with the best ingredients. Everything is fresh. Nothing frozen. No additives, no chemicals, no crap. They even stick a little 16-ounce bottled water right in your little black sack. They deliver it to your door by 6 o'clock in the morning so you have plenty of food to keep you satisfied, full, and watch that weight dropping off your fat ass every day on the scale. So if you've tried all the others like most of us have and you've had no success, do what Katrina's doing at QM. Now she's lost, I guarantee, around 20 pounds, probably more by now, right? At least. At least. So call Balance for Life today at 954-568-3229 and get going the easy way. 954-568-3229 or check them on the web at balanceforlife.com. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Absolutely. Hey guys, you wanna cheer up? Have Britney sit on your face. All right. Make that old acne clear up when Britney sits on your face. Oh. Forget about your wife or girlfriend now. Kneel and say grace. Better shave off that beard and stash their aches. Pick up the pace. You're really gonna love it when Britney sits on your face. Imagine the view above it when. Britney sits on your face. Bends over, it looks like a frown. When Britney starts sitting down. Britney sits on your face. Rectum. Yeah, Britney sits on your face. Imagine Britney Spears leaving her clothes all over your floor. Knowing in just a minute or two, you're gonna score. Wipe off that dizzy beach stew before Britney sits on your face. Careful not to bite or chew when Britney sits on your face. Stop dreaming and clean up your place, cause she wants a brand new face. 
Well, it looked like Jimmy Moore Beach, too, anyway. In your dreams. 1118 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday. Happy President's Day from QAM, from all of us to you. El Presidente Day. Now, is our schedule uh, pristine today? I mean, is it, or do we have some changes? Of course, there's nobody to make the changes, so I guess we'll just have to see who shows up. Right. Penciled in, we got the Mad Dog at 2. The reason I say that is he was coming down with a QM crud last week, thinking that it was a cold. It's a QM crud, Mad Dog, last three weeks. A Humper will be at Chula's today from uh, 4 to 6.30. 6.30, you got Panther preview. Panthers at the Carolina Hurricanes at 7 o'clock tonight. Big game. Big game, because the Panthers still have some slim playoff hopes. Not big, but slim. Eddie K at 10 after the hockey game, and Joe and Mark, who looks exactly like Howard Dean, 2 to 5 in the a.m. Got it? Okay. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Not there. WQAM, it's line 6. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Bush, got to go. yeah. <laughs> well, I might as well call in on our show, right? He won't be paying any attention to him. There's Howard Dean for you, folks. Oh. Nice going, Howard. Well, he's a little, his voice a little bit raspy. He's been doing a lot of screaming. Yeah. He's, he's a little on the raspy side. What? He's hoarse. He's a little hoarse. 567 oh, 0560. I mean, I got some. I got to read the rest of that Michael Jackson thing for Vanity Fair. Or do you think it's That's worthwhile? Right. No, you left me hanging there. I did. On Friday. Nobody else was listening to it, but it kills it with time, so like I said, I'll get into it eventually here in a little bit. Getting a tremendous response on this poll. How's Chappaquiddick doing? And by the way, I noticed that uh, Josh put two D's in Dick. There's only one D in Chappaquiddick, okay? Or was that Eric's bad? Didn't I spell it out for this gentleman here a little while ago, like very carefully? C-H-A-P-P-A-D. Eric spelled it out in the little chat window with two D's. Only one D in Chappaquiddick, guys. Yeah, I did it right. Very important stuff. It's Eric's bad. But Eric's busy because he's got a picture of Miss Drudge examining somebody's boxer shorts, which will be on our website shortly. What? It's a good picture. It's funny. It's a great picture. He's got his magnifying glass. He's looking maybe for some stains or something there. Some spots. As he continues investigating everybody's underwear. That's Miss Fudge's a calling in life. Which of these do you think was the biggest scandal ever? Invasion of Iraq based on lies, 132. 2000 election, 81. It was a ripoff. Priest child abuse scandal, 4,450 priests that we know of. Uh, 52 said that. Watergate, 34. O.J. Simpson murder charges. O.J.'s moving up 25. Monica and Penisgate, 15. Vatican banking scandal, 7. Remember Banky Mobiliare? That was actually the name of it. Uh, Michael Jackson uh, child molestation charges, 5. Iran-Contra, 5. Gary Conduit and Sean Relieve, 2. Ted Kennedy and Chappaquiddick, 2. George has cracked his knuckles again. Gary Hart and Donna Rice, 1. John Kerry and Drudge Gates got one from his fudge. And Robert Blake murder charges out of 362 votes has still got the big none. None. And I'm with him. Plus, he was, uh, we liked him when he was a little kid, Robert Blake, right? Right. He never stole a freight train then. And he's an animal lover. He's seen a cockatoo. Five six seven oh five sixty WQM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Tom five five sixty. I beg your pardon. Where am I calling? Welcome to five sixty WQM, the world famous Neil Rogers show. Yeah, what can I do okay. for you, sir? Um, I'm sorry to bother you here because I don't know if it's a holiday. I sent my picture in last week to be on the thing with my wife, and uh, I didn't see it. And it's the contest started. And I called up uh, Miguel, and he never called me back. Are you Miguel? Yes. See. Hola. Okay. What was your name? My name is Larry Marks. Larry? 
Yeah, Joy and Larry Marks. I sent my picture in before uh, last Thursday because the deadline was Friday. Well, we'll get we'll get right on uh, Miguel's ass on that. Yeah, because only because the thing. Oh, I'm talking to Neil. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's okay, Neil. Larry. I just want to see how long I could drag it out. Was your wife? Naked? Yeah. Push straight people. Is that okay? That's okay. Was your wife we, topless? Well, you won't know until you see the picture. Oh, right answer. That was a great answer. Okay, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll get that magnifying glass out and uh, look into it. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Larry. Well, they're going to lose anyway, and then of course uh, they're going to get upset because they weren't on right off the bat, and then we'll just sue Miguel, right? Well, we're doing like three of these, right? Yeah, we'll save it for next time. We're doing three. That's what I thought. Well, we'll do as many as we got prizes. We if we can, got right, if we got three sets of prizes, then we'll do three contests. No problem at all, Larry. If it's not on there right now, we'll save it for next time and we'll blow it up extra big and give you a big boost and uh, whatever. Yeah, and we you apologize. <laughs> no, we don't apologize because uh, Miguel should apologize. Miguel should go to his house and service to the both of them. I think. <laughs> what? I think that's the least he could do to make up for his uh, screwing up. Plus, you can be sure Miguel ain't there today because it's President's oh, yeah. Day, so it's another busman's holiday. You got uh, Clarence and the Beast. They're out in Frisco getting uh, hitched. And then you got Doreen. She got canned, so you don't see her no more. You got, uh, what's his name? Lee Cutler used to be the sales sports sales manager. He got his ass canned. There's just nobody there no more. Canned ass. In fact, I bet you even uh, Freaky Carlos out there in front, speaking of somebody likes canned ass, I bet you he's not even there today, is he? Is no, she? Not, is not it? Today. Even that's not there today. The it. <laughs> As opposed to the thing. Maybe the thing is still hanging out for free meals at the pizza lot. <laughs> you all remember the thing, don't you? Do I? Are you kidding me? WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes? Neil, that talent on the couples contest is weak, man. I don't think I've blown anybody in there. What did you send in? Nothing. Well, then. Well, why not? But the, last year's was a lot better, right? Without, uh, well, there were, there were, I mean, I don't want to make any, I mean, these people went to the, uh, you know, effort to send in the picture in, at least, uh, you know, exposing themselves to a lot of grief. And so, uh, what can I tell you? Maybe they should beat to like 32 and under or something. But, but don't forget, last year, we had like the one group, Amy and Aaron, they were like professional models. Oh. Which I gives see. them kind of a leg up, if you pardon that expression. Was he smuggling something in that bathing suit? Yeah, he was sniffing something in it, yeah. He's... See you, pal. He just upset it wasn't his. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Oh, so the picture's already on there. The boxer shorts? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, let me take a puke at it. I know Hallie's berries are on there. If anybody wants to see a very very lovely picture of Hallie's berries and even the rest of her too, although she's not completely nude, but that's okay. Someday. Come on. Sunday what? Oh, Sunday, 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 Sunday. And also, don't forget about Celia Cruz is no small. She's bearing it. And Howard Dean uh, grabbing uh, Janet's uh, nip there is a beautiful thing, covering it up for America. He's pretty enthusiastic about it, too. No, we don't have the... Uh, no, it'll get on there any minute. Boy, we got... Uh, maybe we just did too much all at once here, you know? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. First call on line 9 today. You know it's going to be sensational. QAM, hello. QAM. This might be the best call we've ever had on Line 9, you know? So far. So what? far, I think. Ah, hey. oh, Jesus, just when I stuck my finger on it, too late, man. You snooze, you lose on this show. He's probably another guy that's waiting, wanting to see where his picture is. Probably at the post office. 26, oh, there's A-Rod again. Anybody care? No. So tired of it. Take your baseballs, take your gloves, take your bats, go home. We don't care, okay? What a disgrace. Can't stand rich, ultra-rich, obnoxious, disgusting, egotistical bastards like George frickin' Steinbrenner. Makes me nauseous. The whole thing is ridiculous. Donald Trump. 
I mean, take a look at football and what a great... We actually did have a Super Bowl, even though nobody noticed it. And how much uh, phenomenal interest and in all the money that those people are making because they know it's called a salary cap. Watch hockey. No season next season. When they come back, will anybody care? No. Most people don't care now as it is. And by the way, did I mention Trevor Kidd sucks? I didn't mention that yet. 26 past 11 at 560 WQM. Hey, guys, last time you took a peek at it, you decided it's just too small. It doesn't impress women. Definitely doesn't last as long as it used to. We're talking, of course, beyond a shadow of a doubt, about your paycheck. Call Fast Train if you'd like to do something about it. If you'd like to have an alteration on your paycheck and get a big fat one, call 866-FAST-TRAIN and start a brand new high-paying computer career. Because in just four short months, Fast Train can help you get yourself a new career and a new job and big fat paycheck that goes with it. The demand for computer professionals continues to grow, so call Fast Train today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And with seven locations in Florida, now there's bound to be a campus close by where you live. Fast Train offers job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify. With day, night, and weekend classes, you have no reason to stay in a crappy dead-end job working for some schmuck no more. So pick up that instrument right now and have yourself a new high-paying career in just four easy short months. Check them out on the web if you like it, FastTrain.com, and then make that call that could change your life. Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live, live, and local. Here's Sports Radio 560 QAM. CBS, meet a small-town priest who speaks the Word of God and adds a few choice words of his own. It's Father Tourette's Mysteries. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to join together this f***ing dumb sucking little sucker mother in holy matrimony. Father Tourette Mysteries, a new kind of family drama from the producers of Chicago Hopeless and NYPD Blue Ball. Oh boy, oh you f***ing slut, oh you little whore bag monger, you f***ing bastard you. Sundays this fall, spend an hour with Father Tourette right after an all new season of Touchdown There by an Angel, only on CBS. 1131-29 till noon at 560. Speaking of crap, the Justice Department quietly has installed an outspoken anti-pornography advocate in a senior position in its criminal division as part of an effort to jumpstart obscenity prosecution. Crap. The Bush administration's election year move follows three years of heat from the Christian right, and of course we know they're full of crap, which believes that Attorney General John Ashcroft, of all people, a longtime friend and ally of theirs, has fallen down on the job when it comes to fighting smut. If he'd have been doing his job, Janet would have had the same sheet covering up her boobies that they have over that uh, statue, right? Right. Now the appointment of a tough new cop on the porn beaten and other recent moves by the Department to bolster obscenity cases are galvanizing conservatives while leading representatives of the adult entertainment industry to wonder whether they've become a political football. Crap. Officials said the appointment of Bruce A. Taylor, no relation to Frank or Ted Taylor, who worked in the department during the heyday of its anti-porn uh, efforts in the late 80s and early 90s, shows that the department is serious about cracking down on porn after what critics called lax, lax enforcement by the Clinton administration. Taylor, who in recent years has headed a conservative advocacy group fighting for tougher regulation of the Internet, oh boy, has been given the title of senior counsel within the criminal division of justice with a focus principally on federal adult obscenity issues. The Department's obscenity chief, Andrew Oosterbahn, who has been drawing much of the flack from conservatives, will retain his position, but instead of reporting to him, Taylor will answer to a more senior-level assistant attorney general. You know what his position is, don't you? Pardon? Yes. He's prone to make mistakes. 
Brian Sierra, a justice spokesman, said that by hiring Taylor, which the department didn't realize or publicize but confirmed when asked by the L.A. Times, the department was simply marshalling additional resources rather than undercutting anyone's authority or submitting to political pressure. Bruce has vast experience, both at the federal and state level, prosecuting those kinds of cases here. said it's all part of our uh, overall effort to kickstart obscenity prosecutions after a long absence. Sierra said Taylor was unavailable for comment. Oh, boy. Porn industry representatives said all the activity had the look of an administration trying hard to appease an important constituency during an election cycle. What a bunch of crap that is. This is a crude, crass political effort, said Jeffrey Douglas, executive director of the Free Speech Coalition, a trade association for the adult entertainment industry. Oh, my God. He questioned whether the public at large was as interested in cracking down an adult fair as the Justice Department and said the hiring of Taylor was a very dangerous, disturbing step toward infringement of free speech. Well, there you go. See, one thing about all you religious nuts out there, nobody's going to force you to do any searching and lurching and looking on the Internet or anywhere else for pornography. Well, they're safe from it. I mean, kiddie porn we all agree with, mm -hmm. except for the uh, you know 10 million pedophiles out there right now. But other than that, Crap. then uh, mind your own business. That's they what we would stop suggest. Us. They have to stop us from looking. It's for our own good. Oh, I see. Is that what it is? Sure, they're helping us. Micro hair on the balls of your feet. Yeah, that's right. If you look at too many then, uh, dirty pictures, in fact, if you look at, I guarantee if you look at on your balls of your feet, if you look at them pictures yeah. of Halle Berry's boobies, man, God, I guarantee you're going to burn in hell. That's right. Squirt, squirt. It's going to be pretty busy down there in hell. It's going to be packed with all kinds of fun people. I mean, so speaking of uh, perverts, let's get back. To, I haven't even started with this Michael Jackson stuff. On Friday, I was reading, which I know is very ponderous, from a very long Vanity Fair. It's in the March uh, issue of Vanity Fair on Michael Jackson. Which goes on. I mean, you talk about it. And, of course, this is before the latest revelations by the Inquirer with two more kids coming forward. Uh, and I'm going to pick up on it right now. Let's see. How much more do I have? Uh, enough. Too much. It says, each time I report on a new startling incident in the saga of Michael Jackson, dangling his baby from a balcony in Germany in November 2002, forcing his two, -year -old, his two old children, who appear to be Caucasian, to wear veils or masks in public, appearing on 60 Minutes to deny having had sexual relations with a 13-year-old cancer patient, I find myself revisiting characters from the past. For example, Debbie Rowe, one of Jackson's two ex-wives who carried his first two children, got a lot of media attention in the wake of the baby-dangling incident for praising the husband with whom she never lived. He is really a wonderful, loving, caring man, and he's not portrayed as he really is, and it really pisses me off, she said. Asked if she'd have more children than Michael, she replied in a heartbeat. That made Myung Ho and Sun Young, uh, what is it, Sun Young uh, Boy, laugh. Sun Young Lee laughed. She really put the fear of God in Michael, says Myung Ho, who claims Jackson confided in him. She is the woman who screamed and yelled and threatened to tell the world about Michael's dark secrets unless she got eight to ten million bucks. He explains that out of the blue in the summer of 99, Roe asked for a divorce and a huge sum of money or else. Michael said, give her whatever she wants, get it done. Lee says that Roe was a surrogate, not the biological mother. Her contact with Prince Michael I in Paris was limited to eight times a year, and she purportedly saw them even less than that. In a May 2000 memo from a lawyer handling the divorce case, Roe has asked for more visitations, including Mother's Day and alternate Christmas Eves, the lawyers prompted the state. The request for Mother's Day is a concern because Debbie now appears to be viewing herself as a mother. This is different from the image and position she accepted in the past. Myung Ho Lee says it was so funny watching her in interviews on TV saying, I'll have another baby. I'm thinking, yeah, that's another $10 million for you in a heartbeat. Roe's attorney declined uh, to comment on that. Can't imagine why. Those of us who investigated the Jordy Chandler case ten years ago also remember Norma Stakos, the duenna of Neverland, a stern caretaker who kept track of all the little boys' visits. 
She disappeared the night before she was supposed to be questioned by police in 1993. Lee, however, got yet another of the many surprises he experienced handling Jackson's business affairs when one day a request came in from Greece, where Stakos was living for 75 grand. Lee wanted to know what it was for and was told, You don't understand, lawyer Lee. Norma gets whatever she wants. According to So Young Lee, amounts of about 50 grand would be periodically sent to Greece for Stakos. I also learned that Billy Bray, the head of security at Neverland back in 1993, has been getting 165 grand a year, and Jackson pays the gift tax on it. You don't think that's like hush money, do you? Shh. The person who probably knows more than anyone else about Jackson, according to Myung Holy, is his former chief of security and business advisor, Wayne Nagan, who was at his side for 22 years and then let go without severance two years ago. Wayne is not afraid to be called in to testify, says Lee. He's expecting it. He's the guy who knows everything. He's one of the very few who has said no, no to Michael. Reports on boys who spent weekend after weekend with Michael Jackson in his bedroom while one or both of their parents, many of them estranged, stayed in separate guest houses, some well supplied with wine, continued to accrue. Well, there's sure a lot of whining going on out there, wasn't there? Oui. Jimmy Safechuck, for example, from Simi Valley, was described by one former Neverland manager as Michael's constant companion for two years. According to a report prepared for the Chandler case, for several years, Safechuck's parents received a new Mercedes annually from the King of Pop. Mrs. Safechuck declined to comment. Wade Robson, now a hot dancer choreographer whom the New York Post paid six-sided as being the cause of the breakup of Britney Spears and Justin Tinkerbell, has admitted to sleeping in the same bed with Jackson, but has denied that anything sexual occurred. According to a former employee in 1991, when Robson was nine, Jackson kept him overnight on the first night of one of his visits to the U.S. The boy's Australian parents were estranged. Uh, the former Jackson employee says the mother received a permanent resident visa to stay in the U.S. <laughs> These are all just coincidences, okay? Right, like the church. Don't go making anything about it. That's right. Just a bunch of just 4,450 isolated incidents that we know of, and I'm sure thousands and thousands more that still are coming, so to speak. Wow. 20 till noon at 560 WQAM. Uh, we're having an okay time here today. I was a little bit panicky there because I know there's nobody in town. Ah, and I thought to myself, well, we're offered today off today. It is a holiday, but nobody uh, nobody bid on that. Mo and Geldy were there. In fact, Mo and Geldy and Joe Rose, they, they sucked around with each other. They're pretty good there about 8.02. It was pretty uh, embarrassing. And we're here, much as we're not too happy about it. Mad Dog at 2, the Humper at uh, 4 to 6.30 at Shula's this afternoon. Panther preview at 6.30. Panthers at the Carolina Hurricanes, 7 o'clock tonight. Any interest no. at all? Bobby Luongo is doing it, man. He's uh, the team. 445 votes on this day? I can't believe it. Can you? Yeah, I believe it. And that's just on a poll. Of course, they're busy uh, checking out the Halley's Berries and voting on the hot couples. Which of these do you think was the biggest scandal of all time? Invasion of Iraq based on lies, 155. The 2000 election, 106. They're pissed at you, Bushmeister. I'm telling you right now, they're pissed and fired up, man. They're going to vote until it hurts. Priest child abuse scandal, 65. Watergate, only 37. Small potatoes. O.J. Simpson murder charges, 28. Monica Penisgate, only 21. Iran-Contra, 8. Ted Kennedy and Chappaquiddick is moving up there with the two Ds, 8. Vatican banking scandal, 7. Eric is the uh, guy to put the other D in, Dick. Michael Jackson child molestation charges, 5. It is spelled with two Ds. It is not. Okay. It is? I don't know. Look it up on the Internet. Okay. Gary Condit, Sean Relieve, too. I already did. John Kerry and Drudge Gates got two, so Miss Drudge has voted twice. Either that or maybe she voted and also Lynn Samuels. You think? Uh, Gary Hart and Donna Rice won. And Robert Blake murder charges out of 452 votes has still got the big... Oh! Unbelievable! Nobody cares. In fact, I say just uh, forget about it, right? Isn't that a good idea? 
Forget about yeah, the whole freaking thing. When in doubt, let him out. Anyway, it's 19 till noon at QM. If you're thinking of buying a new car or truck, don't get ripped off. Want to save you a lot of cash by inviting you to head for Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. You'll find them on US 1, just 20 minutes south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you live to save yourself a whole potload of cash. On great new Toyotas, check out these great prices. An 04 Corolla loaded, including air that you own, for just 12990 An 04 Camry with air, automatic, and lots, lots more, just 16990 Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America, from just 14990 and when you buy a new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, you get a free Sun Pass. This was the first dealer before anybody even thought about it in the entire area to offer your free tires and batteries for life. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever and everything out of the sun to put you in a great new Toyota today. So experience the Armstrong Toyota uh, Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction, too. They'll do, like I said, like standing on their head even. Their service department is open late weeknights to late to make sure your service work is done right. Easy to get there. They're on US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. If you're sick and tired, if you've had it up to your ears with those mega dealers who overpromise like crazy and underdeliver, then call David Rich. He's the GM at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Call him at 305 242 3247. Who's the broad that's handling this account right now? The yeah, I. She's bad. Okay. 305 242 3247 for Armstrong's. Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a whole lot on that great new Toyota. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Oh, where, oh, where can that Chandra be? The locker's out on a haunting street. If she's gone to heaven, then she left when she should. The night that Gary Condit gave it to her for good. They were out on a date, parked in Gary's car. Maybe Gary had gone just a little too far. He shut off the motor, turned to her and said... How about it, baby, I could use me some help. Maybe that young intern thought that that wasn't right. But the cocktails in their system made them feel so light. Chandra thought for a moment and said, you're low class. That may be true, said Gary, but I still want your ass. Wrecked him. Oh, where, oh, where can that Chandra be? She ain't been heard or seen for so many weeks. If she's gone to heaven, then she left when she should. The night that Gary Condor gave it to her, but good. Absolutely. When he woke up the next morning, Chandra was not around. Though Gary had noticed, his pants were still down. He remembered her pointing to her parted thighs. Guess Gary finally got what he wanted last night. She had opened the door, winked at him and said, I'll be back in just a little while. Then she took off after he blew her a kiss. And no one, including Gary, has seen her since. Though the fact is she's gone, these facts may not be right. If somebody knows the truth, well, then the truth would be nice. By the way, if anybody wants to know what a self-hitting fag looks like, just uh, look at our website. He's got a big magnifying glass. And checking out somebody's underwears. 
12 minutes till noon at 560 WQAM. 1,700 couples plus married in San Francisco this weekend. They're coming in from everywhere, including, of course, from South Florida, as the Beast and Clarence are there to tie it, tie the knots. Yeah. 5670560 on 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Yeah, you know, I'm starting to begin uh, I'm starting to begin to believe that now did you look up Chappaquiddick? Yes, 2D's and D. Uh, Eric even emailed you a proof that. Well, how come I looked it up with 1D and it said uh, let me let me try this again. I don't know. Stay off those gay porn sites maybe. Two P's in See? the pod, you and Eric. Uh identical twins. Well, I'm looking at it right now. And it says, uh, Chappaquiddick with one D. Just remember, more people were killed at Chappaquiddick than at Three Mile Island. Uh, by the bridge at Chappaquiddick. How come I keep spelling it with one D? Is that because I did the search with one D? Possibly. Oh, I well, spelled it wrong on purpose so that it would correct me, and it gave me two Ds. One moment, please. Okay, I'll try it out with two Ds, okay? Okay. See, maybe I've learned something here. Now, Chappaquiddick on eBay. Chappaquiddick here with two Ds. Spell it however the hell you want, okay? Two Fs. <laughs> Give poor Mary Jo Kopechny a rest already. She's resting. She sleeps with her fishes. Let's see. How's uh, Chappaquiddick doing, as a matter of fact? Ten, nine votes. It's, it's edging up there. It'll be like a top half dozen, something like that. WQAM, hello. Hi, can I have a job answering phones? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, taken. I beg your pardon. <laughs> that job's taken. Five six seven oh five sixty. Yeah, I got that job. Okay, That's so right. I can talk to wonderful people like you, sir. <laughs> oh. Stephen Tyrak and Chris Hackett of Santa Rosa were supposed to spend last night at the luxurious Fairmount Hotel under a warm, fluffy comforter. Instead, they camped out at the rainy winter night on a cold, hard slab of concrete outside San Francisco's City Hall with just a thin powder puff girl's blanket. Isn't that sweet? Yes. Partners for 12 years, they wanted to be sure they'd be one of the few hundred same-sex couples who'd be married today at San Francisco City Hall. By 9.30 last night, more than 130 were waiting online. And uh, more than 1,700 have been uh, married already. Couples. Including, it says right here, including Beast and Clarence from WQAM Sports Radio in Miami. Well, that'll boost up our image, won't it? I can't wait to see their rings. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, good morning. I want to give a suggestion for your greatest scandals of all time. Yes, sir. Well, I thought one would be JFK in Dallas, because I never thought they really got to the bottom of that. Yeah. But also, I could say, biggest scandal is going to be whatever George Bush does to steal the next election. Over our dead bodies, man. Yeah. I'm with nope. you, Neil. No chance. Okay, see ya. Uh, JFK assassination, you want to put that on there? That's not a scandal. See, that? I mean, they don't get it. The cover-up... Water, the, uh, the, uh, what you call report. Right. Right? The, the, war, the Warren Commission report, like somebody mentioned earlier, that could be considered. I, I just don't think so. It's not in the same category. Save it for a rainy day. George W. Bush won no medals for his disputed National Guard duty in the land of Dixie, but he earned a nickname, the Texas Souffle. Have you heard this? Yes. From you. Murchie Art, uh, Mur Murphy Archibald remembers Bush, then 26, as a loudmouth who showed up in Montgomery, Alabama in 1972 to work on his uncle Winton Blount's Senate campaign. 
He was good at schmoozing the county chairs, but there wasn't a lot of follow-up, Archibald told Time Magazine in its latest issue. Another worker recalled Bush rolling into Blunt headquarters around lunchtime most days, bragging about his late-night exploits and big-time political connections. Archibald said Bush made the greatest impression on a group of socialites dubbing as campaign, doubling as campaign volunteers who dubbed W the Texas Souffle because he looked good on the outside but was full of hot air on the inside. Some blind person must have wrote that. There you go. But the president and his supporters insist he's not full of hot air when he denies charges that he went AWOL from the Guard while working on a campaign that summer. The White House released Bush's records last week in an attempt to put the issue to rest, but DNC Chairman Terry McAuliffe said the documents create more questions than answers. Absolutely. The only seemingly, and this is, uh, they must have a good sense of humor at the New York Daily News, the only seemingly credible witness to vouch for Bush is Lieutenant Colonel John Bill Calhoun, who we found out now has got a very bad, bad memory who insists he saw Bush report for weekend duty in Alabama, but Calhoun's memory seems about as spotty as some of the military documents, it says. Calhoun of Atlanta initially said he saw Bush report for guard duty eight to ten times for roughly eight hours at a time from May to October 72. Lately, he said he saw Bush report for drills on at least six occasions. In an interview this weekend with the Daily News, he said Bush attended at least four drills, so it's gone from eight to ten to six to four. He keeps forgetting what they told him to say. Bush's records credit him with two days in October and two November. Calhoun, 69, a former National Guard supply officer, attributed the varying numbers to reporters' confused interpretations and said the Guard defines a drill as a weekend of duty in the one weekend per month cycle. So if I saw him at six drills, that's ten days, he said. Calhoun's explanation was knocked even yesterday by retired Texas Air National Guard Lieutenant Colonel Albert Lloyd, Jr., who Bush picked in 2000 again recently to review his records and vouched that he met his Guard obligation. Lloyd says two days make a drill weekend, not a drill, is what he said. He says the public is being drilled, is what I think he was saying. Uh, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Marlis Lomb. Curious. Uh, see, it's going to be difficult. I don't think we ever had as many as 35 entries in the contest, did we? I don't know. So we're going for quantity and not as much. Well, see, I shouldn't say that. You're but I just did. Bad, bad man. What? Huh? Well, no, there's some nice-looking people in here. It's not Plenty. like we all got Huh? Plenty. And then there's some that have got a good sense of humor. And obviously, uh, they're just some fun folks. We Look appreciate them all. Look who is for... Huh? We appreciate them all. Yes, we do. We appreciate everybody who's got the Cohens to do this. Right. There's a lot of hot people out there. just too bashful. They're just a bunch of pussies, okay? 104 people for Monica and Brian who have surged in the first place since they took a closer look. Uh, let's see. Second place, these guys were leading before. Sean and Sarah, 84. Boy, there's going to be thousands of votes out here. Jesse and Jeffrey from uh, last year moved into third place with 36. And Giselle and Rick, 35. Also from last year, we got Aaron and uh, Brandon with uh, how many they got? About 30, man. Right? And everybody else uh, down from there. Okay, they're going down from there. It's going to be it's going to be heavy duty all weekend long. You'll see winning couple, I guarantee is going to have over 1,000 votes. You believe me? Yeah, I do going to be zillions of votes. They're going to have all of their friends. They're going to be calling anonymous people in uh, the phone book. And why the hell not? No rules on that. I mean, whoever you can sucker into voting for, good luck. maybe they'll take them along. What do you think? No. Or not. Or pay them off. Four minutes till noon at 560 QAM. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. I am Frau Ileana 
Ross Leighton, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Roche Amunista Hour. Oh, Canada, a land that's produced rock and roll's greatest performers. And now, these legendary Canucks pay tribute to one another on this new CD, The Best of Canadians Singing Other Canadians, featuring Anne Murray's version of this Rush classic. A modern-day warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. And Rush's take on this Anne Murray standard. The best of Canadians singing other Canadians has all your favorite singers from Z to A, like Celine Dion's rendition of this Neil Young number. Old man, look at my life. You're a lot like my husband, Renee, no? Neil Young singing Celine Dion's biggest hit. I know that my heart of gold will come. But that's not all. There's Shania Twain singing Brian Adams, Crash Test Dummies doing Alanis Morissette, Snow rapping the Guess Who, and Gordon Lightfoot performing this Bare Naked Lady smash hit. Pick up your copy of the best of Canadian singing other Canadians. The Great White North has never been so great, or for that matter, so white. It's uh, 12.01. I was just reaching back. On their old facts. Oh, uh, look at that. More than 11,000 allegations against priests. 4,450 priests accused of abuse of a minor between 1950 and 2002. But more than 11,000 accusations. You, now, you would saying? get that same number if you turned the microscope towards any industry. If you put the uh, magnifying glass on the priest's underwear? Yeah. Oh, and speaking of that, look at this. A prominent cleric who was accused of sex abuse in a lawsuit has been placed on administrative leave by the nation's largest Roman Catholic archdiocese in Los Angeles after being accused by, of misconduct by a second-person church official, saying. Monsignor Richard A. Loomis was placed on leave Friday as pastor of Saints Felicitas and Perpetua Church in San Marino just two weeks after church leaders had told his congregation he would continue at its leader, as its leader. Loomis was former aide to Cardinal Roger Mahoney leader of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Los Angeles. In a lawsuit filed late last year, Loomis was accused of sexually abusing a boy between 1969 and 71. He denied the accusation, and the city's clergy misconduct oversight board said it hadn't been presented with any evidence of misconduct. They couldn't find no stains. The board, however, concluded last week that Loomis should step down after reviewing more information. A second person has leveled accusations against Loomis. Uh, yada, yada, yada. He was one of 11 priests in the Archdiocese who remained in active ministry despite being sued late last year for alleged sex abuse. In other words, they continue looking the other way. They continue getting out the shovel, trying to bury it under the uh, carpet. Got it. There it goes. More and more and more. Never ends. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Getting in some great calls here today. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, all of them. Are we? <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Is this Neil's show? This is Neil Rogers' show, yes. Oh, that's great. Can I, uh, am I talking to Neil? Uh, where are you calling from? From Miami. Let's go to Miami, hello. Yeah, I'm in a car. Yeah. Let's go to a mobile in Miami, hello. Hello, it's me, yes. I'm calling. Yes. I got some info for the reason why Bush didn't take his flight physical. Oh. Would you like to know why? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I told you not to put those people on the air, didn't I? Yeah, no, oh, that's right. I picked it up. You wouldn't let him answer. 
Hope you're able to sleep tonight. I enjoyed having him on here, okay, because he's what South Florida's all about right there. Yeah. Okay. I bet you he had a real funny punchline for that, too, don't you think? No. Oh, yeah. God. There's a guy. This guy, he ain't taking no physicals. He's just taking physics. Michael in Key West says, here's a new word to consider, uh, as in no falcon. Oh, I see. That's not bad. Falcon. No falcon way would I do her uh, do him. That's oh, yeah. cute. No falcon. Right. Well, you know what they say. You don't F with a falcon or you get the claw. P.S. This has a bit more descriptive, descriptive name for President Shrub, and it's got a, okay. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. How about the Teapot Dome scandal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the last guy, that's what he would have voted for. If you somehow take this seriously, oh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of proud people remember President Harding. Don't you remember him? Warren G.? Right, had lunch last month. And his very, his fabulous uh, vice president who succeeded him, Calvin's Coolidge. And the guy that succeeded both of them, Hebert Heber. Wow. I'll tell you one thing. I'm sure a lot of those great Republican presidents, you know what? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T <coughs> and Verizon Wireless Line. You know what they say? If you can't be good, at least be consistent. That's what Mo says. Absolutely. So you had a nice bonding experience with Mo at uh, Greg's birthday party, huh? Uh, neither one of us stopped walking. So it was just a it was just a fleeting passing moment. Yeah, Howard, George. I see. Yeah, yeah. Which of these do you think was the biggest scandal ever? Invasion of Iraq based on lies. One ninety, the two thousand election. One hundred twenty-six. The old fart call on the show a couple of minutes ago. Five hundred. Priest child abuse scandal. Eighty. Watergate. Forty-seven. O.J. murder charges. Thirty-five. Penisgate. Twenty-two. And Teddy Kennedy and Chappaquiddick. Mary Jo is moving up the list. She's got eleven. She's climbing the old ladder. Too bad nobody threw it to her a long time ago. Was that 1969, I do believe? Ah, oh, jeez, I don't know. Chappaquiddick with one D, with, I mean, with two Ds. <laughs> I mean, what difference does it make how you spell it? You know, only on this show would we get into a pissing contest over a... Oh, can't say that no more. Don't say a pissing contest. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. A peeing contest. We're in deep... That's right, a peeing, a urinating contest. Let's see. Speaking of urinating, Monica and Brian have got 105. They're at number one on our list so far. Uh, Sarah and Sean, 89. It's going to be tight. It's going to be really tight. Not like Screwan. It's going to be tight. Jesse and Jeffrey, 40. And uh, down, down it goes from there. 37 for Giselle and Rick. Remember the last time, last year, uh, how these, the wild fluctuations? I mean, somebody being oh. hit by like 30 votes, and all of a sudden you look at it, uh, how many? About 30, man. An hour later, and somebody else is ahead by 50. Because it all depends on who can find their uh, friends at home. Right. And who's got the best uh, network. WQAM, hello. Neil, yes, my, my, my queen, God. Uh, this, this you mentioned, uh, what do you call it, Ted Kennedy? What do you and, call him, yeah? Pardon? Go ahead. And uh, back in 73, I used to subscribe to the National Lampoon magazine. Right. And I got one of about 3,000 issues that wasn't recalled by the Kennedy family. Huh. About five or six pages in, it was a full-page ad, and it had Volkswagen floating in the water. <laughs> and, uh, really, I swear to God. And yeah. I went through this whole big thing about how everybody who's on the Volkswagen knows that you have to open the windows a little bit because they seal up so tight, you know, and uh, it's easier to close the door with the window open. If Ted Kennedy, the big thing on the bottom was if Ted Kennedy was driving a Volkswagen, he'd be president today. And the, the family recalled almost every issue that got out, every issue that went to the newsstands, they got back and they excised the page. Wow. That's a beautiful thing. And hang on to that. That's going to be worth a lot of oh, cash. Yeah, but 
I call that, you know, but it's so hard to find. But I keep it, but it's the 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 reading of it is just, you know, Mary Jo should have known better, and uh, Teddy should have been driving this, and it's got a steel plate on the bottom. It was, right. it was like an advertisement for the, for the vehicle. It was great. Have That's a good a day. Thing. Thanks a lot, Pally. Enjoy it. Squeeze it tight. Squeeze your uh, uh, bug. Now, if only Bobby Billy Joe McAllister wouldn't have jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge, maybe Ted Kennedy pushed him. You think? <laughs> five well, six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Well, the Kennedy family have had their problems. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's a star-crossed family. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How about the great scandal of 2000 when the lawsuit was brought against the station from the great one? Oh, oh, my God. The unctuous Reverend Jones. You're gay. Yeah, you are. No, you're not gay. That's an insult to gay people. You're just sick. You're pathetic. But have a nice uh, President's Day. George wishes you his best. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Isn't it amazing the number of people we've we've given a life to thanks to this show all these years? Yeah. Seriously, this becomes their Thousands. existence. This is it. There is nothing else. The beginning, the end, everything in between. The middle, the layer on top, the layer on the bottom. Mm-hmm. The Rectum. WQM, hello. Not there. Shame on you. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Want to yes, sir. Uh, I ran Contra for your uh, poll number one. You want to nominate it? Yeah. It's on there. Oh, sorry. It's okay. It's, <laughs> hey, got, ten, it's got ten votes. Good, good. Did you see... Uh, the Memphis Flyer article concerning uh, Bush's service down in, uh, in Alabama. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, we, I, I read it on Friday on here. We had it on our website. You're all cut up. All right. I haven't, talked to you. I haven't, I haven't listened to you in a while. I'm glad you're on top of everything. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Have a great week. You too. I'm on top of it, baby. Unlike the beast, yeah. who's definitely on the old bottom. Rectum. Well, he can't get on top. He'll crush the poor person. What a thought. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line QAM. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Neil, do you think any of those people that were at NASCAR yesterday were the same ones who were on the bowling for Columbine gun shows? No, I think they were on bowling for dollars on uh, WKBW in Buffalo. CBS pulls advertisement on Medicare prepared by administration. CBS said on Friday that it had stopped running a TV ad for the new Medicare prescription drug law while Congress investigates its accuracy. The 32nd 30, man. ad prepared by the Bush administration assures Medicare beneficiaries that the program is not changing in any way except to provide more benefits. Democratic members of Congress and some liberal advocacy groups say the ad amounts to a taxpayer-subsidized political commercial for the administration. Dana McClintock, spokesman for CBS in New York, said the ad has been pulled. CBS is pulling it. It violated our long-standing policy on advocacy advertising. We pulled it as soon as we became aware of the investigation. The government is spending $9.5 million to run the ad on national network and cable programs in the next six weeks. The GAO, oh! an investigative arm of Congress, is examining the ads at the request of several Democrats. The lawmakers say the commercials are inaccurate and constitute an illegal use of federal money to promote the re-election of President Bush. God forbid. CBS policy says the network does not sell time for the advocacy of viewpoints on controversial issues of public importance. CBS's decision, by the way, angered Republicans in Washington, to which we say, All right. excellent. This is probably just payback for moveon.org and the fact they wouldn't show the ad in the Super Bowl. Right. Wouldn't you think? 
I know. Okay, now we'll give you an even up, like a bad call in a ball game. Hey, there was a ball game on Super Bowl Sunday. Patriots won. Super Bowl champs two out of the last three years. What a shame, you know, the whole Janet Flap, the whole booby thing. Goes to show you how desperate America is, how repressed and just absolutely desperate. We put a picture of Halley's Berries on our website, and all of a sudden, 80 billion, 400 billion, people that haven't even been born yet are just pouring over neilrogers.com, grasping at it, squeezing it, looking at it, searching for it. Maybe that's why Miss Fudge has got that big magnifying glass. She's searching for it. Should we take a look at the poll? And not, not the, uh, the contest. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I, I can't stop doing it because it's <laughs> fascinating to me to see the gigantic uh, right. gyrations. Like it all <laughs> flesh out. Yeah. When and now we're trying to flesh it out. Now, who's in first place? Okay, because this thing takes so long to uh, download because there's so many of them. Let's see. Monica and Brian have made a big move at 108, although they're kind of like stagnating now. Sarah and Sean, 90. Have no fear. And then it's way back to Jesse and Jeffrey with 43. You see that? Mm-hmm. Giselle and Rick, 38, which is uh, not so great, but not bad. Fourth place at the moment. And Aaron and Brandon, 36 for right now. You'll see. You'll wake up in the morning, you'll look at that thing and say, holy crap, here's somebody that was like in 20th place, and he got like 50 million votes. How'd that happen? Well, you know, we do know, don't we? Yeah, we got an inkling. Yeah. 1213 at 560 WQM, if you're looking for something exciting to do, Something breathtaking, something to get you to jump and yell and cheer about, then come out to Pompano Park Racing and Poker, if you like her. Cheer for your horse from the rail or enjoy fine dining at the top of the park restaurant on the sixth floor as you watch the only nighttime horse racing in the entire state of Florida. If playing poker is your game, then match your skills at Pompano Park's fabulous card room. If you're under the age of 100, you'll be the youngest person in there. Live racing and poker takes place five days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, like tonight. Live racing tonight begins at 7.05 p.m., and the poker room is open noon till midnight every live racing day. Coming up this Friday will be the second round of the $125,000 Maclobel Trotting Series, and this Saturday will be the second round of the $250,000 Isla Capri Pacing Series, plus free prize drawings, too. Easy to get to Pompano Park, just a half mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike. And best of all, Pompano Park gives you free admission and free general parking every day. Be sure to get out there during the month of February because Wally Hennessy might win one more race before the month is over. For more information for the new racing schedule, call 954-972-2000 or check them out on the web at pompanopark.com. Don't forget, live racing post time, 7.05 tonight at Pompino Park. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. Four kids hanging out together. Alien probes in their ass. TV don't get better. The chef just might get late tonight. Cheesy boots abound. You're going to see Stan throw up his guts if Wendy's around. There's Stan, Portland Kyle, and the talking turd. And at least once a week we hear. Thank you, Wendy. You bastard! Oh, it's so weird, but so wonderful. And Kenny states has never seen. He gets hit in the head. And then he's dead. The rats gnaw at him, and then they eat his feet. No. They killed Kitty. You bastard! 
want to know what I think? What? He's doing something to his ass. He's not kicking his ass, but he's definitely doing something to his ass. Is he talking about Mo again? Absolutely. Shame on you. 1219 at 560. One of the great movies of all time, South Park the movie. Thank you, George. You're welcome. It was great. Uh, Ricky cuts off his dreadlocks. I'm concerned, speaking of George, I'm very curious as to which story today, whether the trade of payroll to the Yankees or Ricky cutting off his dreadlocks, George is most whipped up into a frenzy about. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do. I don't know the, to whether to scream or pee or, or banana. One wife. of the most famous heads of hair in sports is No Mo. No more is what Ricky said. He's tired of it. No more. No, they didn't just throw those dreadlocks away, did they? No more. What is it? They didn't just throw those locks away because I could have taken one of those strands and made a keychain out of it. Really? Like no more. No more. Dolphins running back Ricky Williams has shaved off his distinctive dreadlocks. Oh, my God. Thank God. Or you could hang it's one from a rearview mirror. Pretty traumatic, Williams said by phone Saturday from his Australian vacation. I wonder if he's going down under. I mean, <laughs> oh. I look a lot different. I'm not used to it yet, She said. he said. Williams, who's kept the dreadlocks uncut since childhood. Oh, he's been uncut since childhood. Yeah, a lot of us are. Like George. Life, right. Always introspective, he decided to alter his trademark look and go bald as a cleansing symbol for the new player and person he wants to be in 2004. <laughs> Two other factors. He prefers anonymity. Now he'll be less recognizable. And defenders won't be able to tackle him by the hair. No mo is what they said. Absolutely. Nice going there, Ricky. By the way, that team is going to be really bad next year. I don't want to get into a sports thing, but man, they got a quarterback. No. They got a coach. No. They got nothing. They got squad. They got an offensive line. No. They stink. New firm challenges full frontal taboo. You like this story? Hmm? A smitten young man in Bernardo Bertolucci's The Dreamer steals a photo of his inamorata and puts it next to his private parts, then is understandably embarrassed when she forcibly peels off his tidy whiteies and discovers it. And the photo, too. Rather than being appalled, she appears quite complimented by this different kind of Kodak moment, a close-up that leaves nothing to the imagination as the picture, picture gently catapults toward her. Such scenes got an NC-17 rating slapped on the new film by the director, whose oeuvre includes the 72X-rated Last Tango in Paris, his oeuvre. Have you got an oeuvre? Uh, back of my throat. But in the three decades since then, scenes with full-frontal male nudity usually can be timed with a stopwatch, while those with nude women can be measured with a sundial. All right. Well, even in the full Monty filmgoers didn't get the full Monty, not even for a split second. They got like a little Monty Python stuck out there. That was about it. Pop culture observers maintain that's because a de facto sexism still exists in Hollywood where women can parade around in the altogether, but men can't. The instances of actors in mainstream America, movies swinging in the breeze, are so rare that a movie buff can catalog them at the top of their head. Harvey Keitel has let it hang out at least twice in the piano. The, how do you say that? Oh, the piano. And the bad lieutenant, and Ewan McGregor at least four times, including the upcoming Young Adam, Me and Bruce Willis in 1994's Color of Night, Kevin Bacon. Oh, that's the movie. Kevin Bacon, Bacon, 1998's Wild Things. Well, I better go out and get that again right away. A uh, wild thing, apparently. It's a strange thing. I told you about that. Court it is Bruce. a strange-looking penis. And Jeffrey Rush in 2000's Quills, as well as the prosthetically enhanced Mark Wahlberg in our favorite 1997's Boogie Nights, among the few others. Sarah Riddick. That's with two Ds. An English professor who heads the film program at William Woods University in Fulton, Missouri, attributed simply to the industry's gender makeup. It's still a male-dominated business, and men are more likely to show female nudity. Well, there you go, except for Michelangelo. Only actresses with great clout such as Julia Roberts can insist on a no-nudity clause. And quite frankly, Julia, I like you okay, but who wants to see you naked anyway? Me. Right? Me. You do? Sure. Why? Why not? Let's see what she's got. Julia Roberts? Let's see it. 
She's like pencil thin, man. Well, She's whatever. like Miss Twiggy on an anorexic uh, Sunday. Let's strip her down and size her up. Okay. Elaine Rapping, a professor. <laughs> That's her name. Elaine Rapping. She be rapping. A professor of women's studies and media studies at the State University of New York in Buffalo said it's such as uh, said it's such as it ever was. Whatever that means, you can look back to classic paintings of the 17th and 18th century and see fully clothed men with nude women. Well, there you go. That's been a constant of Western culture for centuries in representational art that women have been presented as objects for what in film theory is called the male gaze. Yeah. That's G-A-Z-E. G-A-Z-E. Certainly not G-A-Y-S. The male gaze. Yeah, that's you. The assumed viewer is male, and the woman is to be looked at for male pleasure, she said. Damn. She said another reason there are few full frontal male nude scenes is that it raises an issue of vulnerability for men. It raises an issue? For a man man to reveal his private parts is to be reduced to the position that women have always been reduced to, which is to be examined, to be judged. And I think that's a scary thing, she said, adding, when a man is uh, flaccid, it's not a very virile thing. Exactly. When it's very limp, like a a wet noodle, it's not very exciting. Like Like a little tortellini. It's not very excited. One theory holds, and sometimes even when it is excited, it's still like a little tortellini. One theory holds that while women have several areas to satisfy scopophilia, the term sometimes used in feminist film criticism that literally means the love of looking. Scopophilia. Can I scope and philia? Men really have just one where size matters. So a woman might have a beautiful face or legs that offset, say, her breast size, but if a man has a certain shortcoming, a handsome mug or six-pack abs fail to make up for it. It would be like if Tom Brady were, like, stark naked in the middle of Playgirl magazine, and he had, like, a little itty-titty-bitty uh, gherkin. Right. A gherkin is gherkin. Oh, I can't say that. Wait a minute. He just said it again. He said it. Crap. Sorry. For a male viewer, there's Jim McBride, a.k.a. Mr. Skin, who runs a website that's a compendium of movie nudity. Oh, do we? Uh, is that the one we're using? Yes, indeed. MrSkin.com. We love them uh, a lot. He recently was quoted as saying he prefers his silver screen sex without a guy in the scene. Rapping suggested that men also may be afraid of the male gaze, G-A-Z-E, for homophobic reasons. We don't want them fags looking at our penis. The fear, of male, the fear of male homosexuality is the fear of the loss of male dominance in our society. If everybody gets equally sexualized and equally open to having sex with everybody else, then the whole system of male dominance gets called into question. Fox Searchlight's release of the Dreamers, uncut and with an NC-17 rating, has refocused attention on the issue of sexuality in movies. And the distributor decided to go ahead with the unbolderized version. Bertolucci alluded to his expression, Make Love Not War, from the late 60s, when his film is set by saying, After all, an orgasm is better than a bomb. I thought an orgasm was the bomb. Americans are much more comfortable with extreme violence in their movies than any sexuality, observed Stephen Julia Gilula, Fox Searchlight's president of distribution. And on and on it goes, at great length, so to speak. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You'll notice that we have, uh, for example, we have women on our hot couples contest, right? Right. Bearing it all. Do we ever have? Well, I don't want to say that because we did have one last year, right? I don't. We had one guy hanging out his head like Tom Dooley, and please don't do it again. Twelve twenty six at five sixty QAM. Here's Sports Radio 560 QAM. Dear Pants, <laughs> I don't think I'd like you anymore. You used to watch me shave. 
Now you do is stare at the floor. <laughs> oh, dear penis, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> it used to be you and me, a paper towel and a dirty magazine. <laughs> That's all we needed to get back. <laughs> Now it seems things have changed And I think that you're the one to blame Dear penis, I don't like you anymore <laughs> He says, dear Rodney I don't think I'd like you anymore Cause when you get to drinking You put me places I've never been before Dear Rodney, I don't like you why can't we just get a grip on our man-to-hand relationship? Come to terms with truly how we feel. If we put our heads together, we just stay home forever. Their penis. I think I like you after all. Oh, and Rodney, while you're shaving, shave my ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Property two at five sixty WQM. Six hundred and fifteen votes, and uh, uh, Robert Plague don't have any. He's got the big. Oh, Isn't that great. Poor Not Rob. even one. Yeah. Even John Kerry and Drudgegate's got full, which means that uh, Matt and Lynn and their two uh, buddies, even Bonnie Lee's sister, didn't vote for that. Who? Bonnie Lee's sister. No, even even Bonnie Lee's sister has voted. She, in fact, she's uh, applauding. She's chuckling and yucking. Now, can I finish up the Michael Jackson? Because I'm thinking we haven't done it in a very long time in a Coons age. You know that Wednesday one to two hour that I Schmidt can. Right. But because it's a holiday, wouldn't that be a nice uh, bonus for the audience I'll to play an all bit uh, comedy hour between one and two today? For yeah. holiday. Huh? Yeah. Sure. It is a holiday. It'd be President's Day, honoring our great presidents like Calvin Coolidge and Warren Harding and Ulysses S. Grant. Mm-hmm. And Franklin Pierce. And William Henry Harrison. Hey, uh, Billy, back in the house, Billy. It's raining outside. Damn it. Anyway, I want to finish up this thing. Not that much more to go. Okay, the Michael Jackson thing from Vanity Fair. Jordy Chandler has graduated from college, and today he manages his own money but doesn't work. He's haunted by his early experience. Despite the fact he's got a lot of money, Ray Chandler says he'll always be the Michael Jackson kid. It's a heavy weight to tote around. He says Jordy has had to start his life over at least three times. Whenever he starts with a new social group, somebody figures it out, and he can't stay in the group because people continue to talk about it. How much money did you get? Did he do it? Even in Germany, he was accosted by a stranger on the street yelling, You're Jordy Chandler. Once he received an email through a brand new account, we know who you are. Jordy, who underwent extensive therapy at the time the relationship was discovered, hasn't spoken to his mother since the ordeal. He blames her for putting him in harm's way. Evan Chandler has become a total recluse, estranged from his family except for Jordy. It's been psychologically devastating for him, Ray Chandler says. In the last half of 93, he felt himself to be the most vilified man in the world. He adds, Michael did break up this family. Michael doesn't seem to get close to children from solid two-parent homes. Ironically, Jordy Chandler is the tantalizing specter hovering over the current case. In order to establish a defendant's character, California law makes admissible prior allegations demonstrating the defendant's propensity to commit molestation. Therefore, Snedden can subpoena Jordy Chandler to testify against Jackson today. If he refuses, he can be found in contempt of court but not jailed. In 1993, Jordy was interviewed eight or nine times by authorities who probed him for inconsistencies to see if he would make a credible witness. He reportedly never wavered in his story. 
A judge must decide whether Jordy or any other alleged victims or anyone who gave a deposition about witnessing prior bad acts can be called to the stand. All of these witnesses could be cross-examined as to their motives in making their original charges. Subpoenaing any or all of them, therefore, may be a tough call for Snedden to make. According to Ray Chandler, if Jordy were to testify today, he'd be a real hero for life. He should come out because this boy is sick, he's brave, and he needs help. If Michael's acquitted, people will look back to 93 and say that was a hoax, too. Then Jordy and Evan will be in a much worse position than now, Feldman says Snedden has already contacted Jordy Chandler about testifying. From their nicknames for each other, Doodoo Head, Applehead, and Rubba, Jackson and Jordy Chandler appear to have had an extremely intimate relationship back when Jackson was 35 and Jordy was 13. Victor Gutierrez spells it, out, uh, spells it all out in practically pornographic detail in his book, Michael Jackson Was My Lover, which Jackson's camp managed to suppress in the U.S. If Jordy thinks it's going to end with this one, he has no, to see nothing ends with this one, Ray Chandler said. Jordy's testimony could be the nail in Michael Jackson's coffin. Jackson's celebrity and his powers of seduction are not to be easily discounted. Myung Ho Lee says he's seen Jackson meet presidents of countries, CEOs, and billionaires, very worldly people, and he never fails to impress. People are in awe of Michael Jackson because he's Michael Jackson. If they're so impressed, you don't think Michael Jackson can't charm a 13-year-old? A prosecution insider from the Chandler case said so many of the boys enjoyed their relationships, they didn't feel like victims. They were showered with gifts. They got very, very special treatment. At that age, a kid's sense of his own sexuality is just starting to develop. To our knowledge, it was never a forcible situation. It was just more an exploration. For a guy like Michael Jackson to say, I love you, you're catching kids at a very vulnerable age, and they can't even fully process what's going on. As they get older, it hits in. After all the demonstrations of support for Jackson, all the brouhaha on cable TV are over. This case will come down to whether or not a jury believes the current boy and his family are telling the truth and how the jury assesses their motives. Larry Feldman, described by Mark Garagos as the money lawyer the family sought out, says he's convinced that money is not the motive. If it were, he believes, the family would now be taking a different course of action. Either this family set me up and slowly hooked me uh, in, or it's the truth, he tells me. Over the years, Feldman says he's gotten numerous calls alleging abuse on the part of Jackson, but since 1994, he's more cynical than gullible, so he's turned all the others down. You think the mother wakes up one day and says, we're going to take Michael Jackson to the cleaners? How bad, could a mother, uh, how bad could a mother be to do this to her child who's in danger of dying of cancer? And she's doing it through the DA and not through me. Because if this child dies of cancer before Jackson is in a civil suit before a judge, there's no recovery whatsoever. If he dies, she couldn't even bring the suit, even if Michael Jackson's convicted. Feldman concludes that his answer on the money motive is 100% no. William Dickerman agrees. I believe the things the mother told me. He says it was critically examined many times in different ways by qualified professionals. It was consistent. It's too rich a fabric of facts, allegations, and circumstances. You can't possibly be consistent and be lying. The trial may not get underway for a year. In the meantime, as Jackson's flouting of the rules at his arraignment on January 16th and the party at Neverland that followed so clearly illustrated, the media circus has just begun. And the article has just ended. All right. There you go from Vanity Fair magazine. <clears throat> just fry his ass, that's what I say. Let's get it over with and fry his ass. It'll make us all feel a hell of a lot better because there ain't anybody with an IQ over th uh, three that doesn't know he done it, right? Right. That he's a pedophile. Piece of crap. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I think that was a sensational idea you had about the one or two comedy bits hour. I always come up with them. Sit back and just relax. Six hundred and thirty-five votes. Oh, Bobby Blake got a vote. See, just because I, I banged on that. See, just, just hey, to prove we're wrong. called Bonnie's sister. Yeah, that bitch. Which of these do you think was the biggest scandal ever? The invasion of Iraq based on lies, 224, hands down. 2000 election. It was stolen, make no mistake about it, 147. Right there in front of your noses. 
as they were pounding on those doors. Let us in! Let us in! Right. Priest child abuse scandal, 95. Watergate, 55. O.J. Simpson murder charges, 41. They hate you, O.J., like poison. Monica Penisgate, only 23. Ted Kennedy and Chappaquiddick with 2D, 16. Okay, Eric, you're right. I was wrong. <laughs> Big deal. Iran-Contra, 11. Vatican banking scandal, 8. Immobiliare. Michael Jackson, child molestation charges, 7. John Kerry, uh, Drudgegate, 4. Means Matt's voted four times. Gary Condit, Chandra Levy, 3. Uh, whatever happened to Chandra? Oh, they found her bones, remember? They did? You don't remember that? Skull and bones? And her tattered jogging suit? And whatnot. Not really. It, it all fades. There have been so many of these deals, you know. Who the hell can remember? Robert Blake murder charges and Gary Hart and Donna Rice each have one oh! out of 646. And the hits just keep on coming. 20 till 1 at 560 QM. The Mad Dog at 2. Sandra Levy story. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. More on this later. They found her bones? Yes. And it doesn't look like he had anything to do with it, which is the fact. Get out of town. He Still the first They put one back in Doug's heart is old. Oi! The doctors call me a heart of But now we really know his heart is old. No matter what we're told. Yeah, Dick Cheney's got a heart that's old. Hope it don't explode. He makes decisions, he has the vision, he has the country under his control. While Bush is jogging, Dick's veins are clogging, and that's what happens when your heart is old, and it's full of holes. Yeah, Dick Cheney's got a heart that's old, and it's gonna blow. He'll keep on working till his heart is cold. He'll keep pretending that his heart ain't old, but it's really old. That's what we did on the 45 at 560 WQM. We got a big hour coming up, that one to two comedy bits hour. It's like a bonus today for the audience, right? Right, and us. And for us, it's a, a holiday. We shouldn't be here today anyway. This should be one of those mandatory days. And the entire staff is uh, working their ass off today. Mo and Gildy, mm -hmm. the little dog, Joe Rose, yours truly's, Mad Dog, the Humper, Eddie Kay, and even Joe and Mark, who I'm assuming were on this morning, right? I can only assume. Absolutely. You bet. Joe, who looks exactly like a uh, younger Howard Dean. <laughs> So here's Carl from California who says, and I'm not really sure I understand this. I think I do. He wants to, like, combine this one with that one from the uh, uh, Hot Couples Contest. He says, here's a poll suggestion. Let's combine the Hot Couples co contestants with whom we want. For example, Giselle and Sarah, says Carl from California. It's a little bit complicated, don't you think? A little bit. 
I mean, like mix and match and paste this one on that pasty and whatever. Okay, well, we'll think about that. I'll we'll put that in that my anyway. pile, okay? I'm always, I'm always game, always gay for a, a good poll suggestion. Man, yeah. it ain't easy. It's not easy at all. Well, let's get a whole bunch of calls in here before 1 o'clock, because I'm sure that these people are just full of material for us. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T in whatever it is, Verizon Marvelous Line. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello. Neil. Yes. I can't believe you don't have uh, the Kennedy assassination on your thing there. The Kennedy assassination wasn't a scandal. We'll I never talked get about the, that. The, of course it was. We'll never get the lowdown on that. You yeah. know that. Well, who killed Cock Robin? <laughs> Probably uh, Robert Blake. There you go. Probably. You're right. Okay, thanks. Can't believe you don't have that honor. Didn't we discuss that before? Yes. I mean, if you... Uh, let's put the Warren Commission report on there, okay, to make some right. of these people... I mean, I agree with them. We'll never know the truth about a lot of things, uh, almost anything. But don't forget, Jesus said to Mary and the uh, three wise ladies, I mean, the three wise men said... The three wise guys. Yeah, the wise guys, okay? Yeah. The wise guys. Well, you know what they have on A&E? I give up. Or maybe it's not A&E. Maybe it's the Biography Channel. Uh, all the last week they were doing stuff on, like, Babyface Nelson and um, Al Capone. Okay. Mob Mobster stuff. Babyface uh, Nelson. That's what they called me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon. Yeah, let's put it on Eric. I hate to have Eric to having to do more work, you know. But it is a labor of love, Josh and as a result, he'll put it on there. What? Josh is doing that now. Oh, Josh is doing. Like I said, he might as well do something for the a buck and a half an hour he's making. So the Warren Commission report. If they if they don't know what the Warren Commission report is, then they shouldn't be voting for it anyway, right? Right. We don't have to put like on a JFK assassination, nineteen sixty three, all this other crap. By the way, the Warren Commission report wouldn't have been until 1964. Because LBJ said, hey, here's the conclusion you're going to come to, and write a bunch of stuff you know, that comes to that conclusion. They said, okay. And Phil Gerald Ford said, like that. And Gerald Ford was chewing gum at the time. He said, and then all of a sudden he became president one day. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. This is a first-time caller from Hollywood. All right. I'm from, I'm actually from Brady country, but... I was, I was wondering, do you have the Watergate report on there? Yes. And one more. The judge in Miami who let that nut go so he could kill that young girl. Let him go, Lebo? Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally, and have a great day. Are we putting that in there? No. No. Oh, no, he's, he's, oh, he's talking about the judge in Sarasota. Who let the, uh, well, he didn't really let the guy go. That poor judge has taken so much flack over there. That's what he's referring to. This guy's yeah. a little bit, he's a little nervous, but nevertheless. That's what he was trying to refer to. I Wait, thought he was talking about letting go Lebo. No, it was not the judge's fault. But nevertheless. 56705, it was the system's fault. They should have thrown away the key, locked him up for another 50 years, but we never do that. That's no. what he was referring to. Yeah, to make room for a pothead. There you go. We've got to have a lot of room for a lot of potheads. And now that we have the new obscenity police in there with the uh, to right. appeal to the right-wingers, all the good Christians out there, the God Squad, then we can have all the uh, porno people in there, too. Right, all the potheads and potty mouths. Now that Al Goldstein did his time on Rikers Island, they can stick Larry Flint's ass back in there and everybody else, too, that ever was naked in their life. WQAM, hello. I'm depressed. Yeah, me, too, from the sound of your voice. WQAM, hello. Uncle Nelson. Yes, sir. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Okay. I have a question for you. What uh, kind of a phone is this? It sounds like you got a uh, tomato soup can. Yeah, I'm on, the, uh, I'm on a headset here. I'm on the... Uh... How about now? Is that better? There you go. Gee, hey. now you sound like a real guy. Living, yeah. Living, breathing human being. Right. 
Um, Buffalo Bill Cody, I'm trying to find it on your website somewhere, and it's not there. Is it there? And I'm just stupid or what? Buffalo Bill Cody? Yeah. Lotion in the basket. Oh. Yeah, it puts the lotion in the basket. Do we have anything from Buffalo Bill on there? Do we have a body augmentation or it put, huh? Who knows? Who knows? Oh. So my best advice is uh, keep looking. It puts the lotion in the oh. basket. Exactly. Buffalo Bill Cody. Yeah. <laughs> he was kin to Wild Bill Hitchcock, wasn't he? <laughs> he was also kin to the uh, coach of the, um, whatever the hell he's coach of, the Flyers. What a big fat Alfred Hitchcock. He makes me nauseous. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How about the one of the ones that are locally here? Miss Cleo. Call me now. Who? Oh. <laughs> that was nice. I go, Cleo, Miss Cleo, he said. That was a big scandal, Miss Cleo. Call me now, man. What that was, was a big scandal. She was, she was just another entrepreneur, that's all. What a shocker. Cleo. I mean, stop and think about this. See, now they're adding to the list. The list is closed, okay? This poll is closed, and thank God so well am I uh, involved in the show in about nine minutes till tomorrow. God. Just grasping. Oh, how could you not put this on there and you missed this, Miss Cleo, man? Get out of here. Go back to uh, wherever you came from. And go over to Haiti and help them straighten their problems out while you're on the way. La Republica Dominicana is right next door. Now, how come, since they're both on the same island, how come La Republica Dominicana we never hear much about, and uh, poor Haiti, they just uh, got all these problems? Spicks and spooks. Is that what it is? George said that, by the way. He said, uh, spick and span. We'll clean spick, your can. Spick and Spanish. WQM, hello. Get rid of that guava loving spick. He said you're a guava loving spick, and we oh, said, yes. see. WQM, hello. QM, hello. Hi, my vote is for the uh, 2000 debacle. Okay, thanks. We'll put it on there for you. <laughs> well, it was the lady's voice anyway, George. We'll take it. Yeah, George said they'll take it. 5670560. Oh, if anybody says one word about this poll, we only got, uh, what, four or five minutes. Mm -hmm. 680 votes, and Robert Blake murder charges did get one, and Gary Hart and Donna Rice had one. Rice is nice. WQM, hello. Is George Bush an alien? WQM, hello. You know, that that's Robert Grieper. That is Robert Grieper, you know. It just dawned on me. That's Robert doing a voice or doing himself. Don't you hear the sound? Oh, yeah. That nerdy sound? That's you, Robert. We're on to you, schmuck. WQM, hello. Yeah, hello? Yes, sir. Hey, listen, man. Everything about Michael Jackson is a lie. We love him, okay? Yeah, good. Love this. WQM, hello. Yes, I'm out of this toilet bowl and going to Vegas tomorrow. Okay, man, plunge your brains out. Five six seven oh five six. He's leaving tomorrow. I would have thought he would have left like on Friday. Would have been good. Oh, everybody okay. left. Everybody's out of town, but we're getting a big response on our website because we got Hallie's berries. They're right there, staring at you, <laughs> side by each. And we got the hot couples contest. And uh, whatever else you want. And we got Miss Fudge with her uh, boxer shorts, investigating for stains and evidence. WQM, hello. Uncle Neil, Uncle yes. God. Yes, sir. Hey, I heard you've been, um, I know you've been talking bad about plantation. You think we should move out of here or what? Well, what does that mean, I've been talking bad about plantation? Why I don't know, I say that? talking bad about it lately. I'm just wondering. Like what? Here. Give me an example of one thing I said about plantation, which I haven't mentioned in months in any way. What have I said? I don't know. Just that. I don't either. WQM, hello. Are you allowed to say chicks with dicks? No. We're allowed to say Dixie chicks. Right. WQ, no, you can't say that anymore. Cool. You especially can't say that. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes. 
How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Best scam ever? Stewie Barnes and Marty Strzokov for Chris Webb. Yeah, okay, great. Let's talk some hockey. What do you say? No. All right. Get out of here with that crap. Man, when I think of the audience that I lost and the time that I wasted and the energy that I just threw right down the old toilet. Wow. Come on, come on, come on, Chris come on. Wells and uh, all that. Oh, let's do another hockey show. Yeah, you better get on the uh, horn with Rimmer. Okay. You can kill two birds with one stone. You can set up your, a free lunch. And you can also set up the next hockey show. <laughs> I think when I, when all is said and done, when I write my memoir, if I live that long, I'm, I'm going to uh, the, the proudest achievement is the fact that I survived those hockey shows. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Everybody loved them. Oh, it's great. Everybody loves them. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, everybody, the crowd of 20 that you hang around with over at the hockey place, come on, come on, come on, yeah, come on. they love it. The rest of the audience, they're all gone. Even George was bailing out. As soon as the rumor would come in, George would, like, leave. Oh, I got sick. I got to go home. <laughs> Those were the worst shows in the history of my life. Uh, with all due apologies to Don Cherry and Mike Lang and uh, anybody else that was on those shows, which I forget. Ron McLean, Don McLean, and his American Pie. Oh, God. We apologize. Apologize profusely. Would you accept it? No. Too late. It's your fault. You're the one that should have talked me out of that. Uh, <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> You should have said, don't do any more of those hockey shows. Rimmer's killing you. Oh, you did say that. You did say that. No, In fact, I... all during those shows, George would be saying, oh, the phones are ringing off the hook with complaints. He'd be trying to screen the calls. <laughs> and out of every 100 calls, 99, is he crazy? What is he doing? That's you know? an understatement. What I, I said see. was, I don't want to answer this phone anymore. They're blowing whistles and screaming at the top of their voice in my ear. They're right. out of their mind. Well, let me ask you, which one do you think I will remember a bigger thank you for? Uh, that or Mitch Hirsch? Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. One to two hours.
Most of them are dead bad dads. Shot reporters in the head bad dads. Make that oil flow against that price of gas down low. We're giving them a taste of democracy with the cracker barrel and an apple bees bad dad. The corporate war is one bad dad. We've only just begun bad dad. The world is ours, you know. I'll have a bag of deep fried candy toes to go. Just like the Nazis in World War II, there was a whole lot of art for the brass to boost Baghdad. Grab everything again, Baghdad. They won't be doing that again, Baghdad. Hey, we want two wars, and you bloody know what the red alert's for. You want some water? Well, now it's ours. We'll sell you our for a nominal charge, Baghdad. Look at the stock index, Baghdad. Iran is gonna be next, Baghdad. Now Bush is gone. Daddy's little boy gets anything he wants. Daddy's little boy gets anything he wants. Daddy's little boy gets anything he wants. Bad dad. Ooh, bad dad. for Sofa King, you understand? Where everything is held to the high Sofa King standards. The selection isn't just huge, it's Sofa King huge. Believe me, you'll never shop anywhere else. And Sofa King's prices aren't just low, they're Sofa King low. You'll never find them anywhere else. Listen to me. When I say Sofa King has a beautiful store, I mean Sofa King beautiful. When I say the staff is helpful, I mean Sofa King helpful. Listen to me. Get to know the Sofa King and enjoy a selection that's Sofa King huge. A staff that's Sofa King courteous and prices that are Sofa King low. You'll never shop anywhere else. But don't take it from me. Take it from satisfied customer Frank and Stein. <laughs> Sofa King good. You said it, Frankie. Sofa King good. Who's that group of Muslims helping terrorists? It's a bunch of backward-thinking fundamentalists, the Taliban. Who are those fanatics that are filled with hate? 
If you're caught stealing, it's your hand will amputate the Taliban. The Taliban can. The Taliban can cause they rule Afghanistan, but they're up to no good. A Taliban man, he doesn't give a damn about his country's starving masses. Show us where the Khyber passes so we can go and kick their asses. Wreck them. Who keeps all the women covered head to toe? It could be Osama under there, you'd never know. The Taliban. The Taliban can. The Taliban can, cause they rule Afghanistan, but they're up to no good. Ah, welcome to Temptation Island. And there they are, direct from the Motor City, Motown. The sweet sounds of the Temptations. Come sit down, relax at the Temptation Tiki Bar. Sit down on the leather couch of love. Or head on over to the Ain't Too Proud to Beg Sauna where the ladies beg freely. And, and if you happen to get separated, you know, because it's a big place, and you lose your baby on Temptation Island, you can go over to the Since I Lost My Baby, Lost and Found. Since I lost my baby. And if not, don't worry, because there's plenty of lovely ladies all around. Oh, and guys, when you're done shaking bacon on the beach, rolling around in the sand with your lady, and you head on over to the guy's shower, <laughs> just don't look back. <laughs> That's right. Jerome with the spoon, Temptation Island. Be the master and discover, gladly accept it. <laughs> Nazis, man, the crap police. They're coming. Yeah. Somebody put a nice trip queue in the middle of that KJ bit, you know what I'm saying? No, what happened? 
It uh, it was like about 15 seconds to go, so whoever put that in there. I don't want to say it might have been, well, you know who. Somebody strange. At any rate, 721 votes on the poll so far, not too shabby. Which of these do you think was the biggest scandal? See, uh, it's another poll question that some of these people still don't understand. See, there's a difference between a cover-up, a mystery, a... Right? Right. And a scandal. Right. A scandal is scandalous. Right. A cover-up is devious. Right. Anyway, well, invasion of Iraq based on lies is when an it'll win, of course, 250. The 2000 election is stolen from us right in front of our puss, 176. And by the way, you old Jews in Palm Beach, don't vote for Buchanan again. He's not even running this time. Idiots. Priest child abuse scandal, 108. Watergate, 60. OJ murder charges, 44. Uh, Monica Penisgate, only 24. Ted Kennedy and Chappaquiddick, no matter how you spell it, 20. Iran-Contra, 11. Michael Jackson child molestation charges, 8. Vatican banking scandal, 8. Notice how the Vatican and Michael Jackson are like tied together with the hip there? They both like to alter boys. John Kerry, Drudgegate, 5. So Miss Mudge has a couple of friends on there, I guess. Maybe that's whose underwear he's holding up in that picture. Uh, Gary Conduit and Sean Relieve, three. They really found her bones? Yeah, you don't remember? No, maybe it was on vacation or something. Wraps I was of clothing and... Uh... No. Isn't yeah. he making that up, Josh? Yeah. yeah. See, Josh has no idea. He wouldn't know Sean Relieve from um, Marvin Levy. He probably knows Marvin Levy. He used to coach the Bills. See, that's something he knows. Uh, Warren Commission Report 2, which doesn't really belong on here. It's not a scandal. Don't you people get it? Do you understand? No. Oh. Robert Blake murder charges and Gary Hart Donner race one apiece out of 724. I'm not going to even waste my time with the, I don't mean waste my time, but like take a puke at the uh, contest yet. Right. We'll wait till tomorrow morning when we sit down. And then whoever's ahead now will probably be in last place. Because, you know, they just go nuts when you're not paying attention. <laughs> when you least expect yeah, it. Yeah, they do. 113 at 560. If your weight is going nuts, man, if you're fat as a cow like most people on the planet now, not just an American thing. Here in Canada, they're like foaming at the mouth about all these fat, these disgustingly obese people. Everybody's probably in a diet book. Well, you don't have to buy any book to get on balance for life. All you have to do is make one easy call to 954-568-3229 and get the balls rolling. That's right. If you've tried all the others, the grapefruit diet and the Atkins diet and the uh, Suzanne Summers and the South Beach, and you're still fat as a cow... Balance for Life takes away all the guesswork because you don't have to do any shopping, no calorie counting, no carbohydrate counting, not much of anything except filling out the menu once a week and then uh, eating that great delicious food. By 6 o'clock every morning, you deliver right to your dough a little black sack. And in your sack, there are three hormonally balanced gourmet meals. It's based on the Zone Diet and three delicious snacks, plenty of delicious fresh food to keep you full and happy, gesund and perfect all day long. You won't be cheating, you won't be snacking because your snacks are right in there. Five feedings every day. So if you really want to try something that might help you lose the weight once and for all, this is the delicious, the intelligent way to do it. Balance for life. Nothing drastic, no pills to pop, no books to buy. Call them today, 954-568-3229, or check them on their website at balanceforlife.com. and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. In a suit, congressmen or male prostitutes rides around in his limo without wearing pants. If you start dating him, it's a hell of a chance. He'll change your whole life. He'll tell you he loves you but won't leave his wife. Then he flips, doesn't OJ and we 
That's a minus eight. Don't care what you do, long as it's understood. You gotta work a little harder on the guest you book. Or else you gots to go. There's a lot of fat producers, you know. That's right. Watch your back. 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 But now it was my turn to show him what I had discovered. On that auspicious day, lunch was served on the grounds under an enormous white canvas tent. One of my challenges that afternoon was Fidel Castro. There was a mischievous gleam in his eye. Then he said something that left me in awe. Hilary, I have a picture of you in my office. Mmm, delicious! Almost immediately, we crashed into bed. It was wonderful to lose myself in sheer physical sensation. A few days later, Stevie Wonder called and asked if he could come over to see me at the White House. I answered, yes, you must come to see me. That night, I was ushered upstairs and told to put on a wig and hoop skirt, and he periodically broke into giggles for no apparent reason. I'm not all that athletic anymore, but the next thing I knew, I was swinging back and forth, squealing. When Stevie finished, 
I felt numb. Another surprise soon followed. Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Mick Jagger. Bill didn't mind. After all, it happens. Oh, I don't know what it is about them. Their whiny little voices or their big noses or goofy hats. Tiny little schmeckles. Oh. I don't know. They just, they just rub me the wrong way. Anti-Semitism lives in every speech a love gives. It's in the news. <laughs> Hillary hates Jews. Spewing hatred through the halls. Busting people's lots of balls. It's in the news. Hillary hates Jews. You won't catch her lighting a menorah. No. God, she must have a wonderful aura. When she speaks, I want to cry. She could use a good rabbi. It's in the news. Oh, 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 oh. Hillary hates Jews. 126, this just in. Speaking of Jewish people, Steve Grossman. Remember I was talking about that earlier? No. Sure you do. About Howard Dean's uh, campaign. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Struggling Democratic presidential candidate Howard Dean revealed today that national campaign chairman Steve Grossman had deported, uh, departed, and deported. Oh. He was deported. That's right. <laughs> but the former Vermont governor wouldn't disclose the circumstances surrounding the change. And in an appearance uh, on the eve of the Wisconsin primary, Dean said Grossman was no longer with his campaign. I absolutely don't feel betrayed by Grossman. I consider him to be a friend, he said, without elaborating. In other words, uh, <laughs> right, less said the better. So bye-bye, Steve. He's hopping over to uh, John Kerry. Now, wouldn't you think that'd be a little scary for Howard? He just doesn't seem to want to get the message. <laughs> he just don't get it. He's in fact. You ever see Howard Dean and Greg Reed together? Not lately. Same brain. They used to both have. Twenty-seven after one at five sixty WQM. Hey, if you want to feast, if you want to really pig out, here's the place you'll always enjoy at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. What a lineup of stuff they've got waiting for you. They've got six different kinds of soups you can just uh, suck down. Then dozens of succulent entrees like New York Strip made to order in their sizzling Asian grill along with new seafood Saint-Jacques. Oysters on a half shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, jumbo shrimp scampi. If you have room, try the hand-carved prime rib. The new Thai specialties, too. They've got a full salad bar, new sushi bar, and fresh rim cocktail all the time as well. And don't forget, no MSG headaches, no cornstarch squirts, because they don't use any of that crap in their cooking, and they cook everything only with cholesterol-free oils at the Emerald Coast. And if you have any room left in your pants, the Emerald Coast has got a full dessert station featuring Belgian waffles, pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit. Like I said, just shovel a little in your pants and smuggle it out like the old folks do. Three locations for you. Emerald Coast is in Sunrise, Pine Island of 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd North Miami Beach, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in prestigious Pembroke Pines. Take the whole family, book your next business luncheon right now, and let our friends at the Emerald Coast hook up a feast for you like you'll see no place else. Take out and delivery available, too. Call 954-572-3822. Did I mention Skippy's an asshole? Not lately. Well, he is. 954-572-3822 for the unbeatable Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Miami Town. At 560 WQAM. Take your coat and shove it. I ain't gonna work him no more. I've had enough of all the primitive fairy tales and folklore. I'm just tired to give the money away to all the Christian corporate poor. You can get 
take your card and shove it. I ain't worshiping him no more. Well, I was a Christian, soldier of God, believer all these years. All that time I followed every word of the scriptures, written by queers. Get your keys, say he's a powerful God, and an all-knowing in a mighty way. Except in 9-11 when he must have been gone on a bus friend's holiday. Take your God and shove it, I ain't gonna worship him no more. No. Shove it, you're alright, if you're with us, cause everybody else is wrong. I'm getting tired of watching people die in the name of the invisible Lord. So take your card and shove it. Yes. I ain't worshiping him no more. Take your card and shove it. I ain't worshiping him no more.
homosexuals are more popular than ever before. And that's why TBS has colorized and homosexualized two movie classics for your viewing pleasure this weekend. Sunday at noon, enjoy a classic love story with a new twist. It's William Shakespeare's timeless tale, Romeo and Julius. Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? I'm riding you. I beseech you. Where? Here, right behind you, Julius. Place yourself. Thou shut up. Thou like it, and thou know it. This and three, TBS presents one of moviedom's all-time homosexualized classics, Ivan Homo. I've come to see the king. And who are you? Why, I'm his queen. Oh. Ivan Homo. Don't miss it this Sunday. And next week, it's John Wayne in the Flying Lesbonets. And the children's classic adventure, Homo Alone. TBS, your entertainment alternative for alternative alternative. Gandhiman's here. What kind of protest do you want? Sit in, love in, anything you want, as long as it's non-violent, you come to the right man, because I'm the Gandhiman. <coughs> Who can organize a boycott? Organize a boycott. Turn the other cheek. Turn the other cheek. Who's not afraid of trouble, called the prison for a week. The Gandhiman. The Gandhi man. Oh, the Gandhi man can. The Gandhi man can. The Gandhi man can, cause he mixes it with love and makes the system look bad. Who can spot an unjust law? Spot an unjust law. Well, even watch the trees. Who can make his own clothes, not afraid to cause a scene? The Gandhi man. The Gandhi man. Oh, the Gandhi man can. Oh, the Gandhi man can. Oh, the Gandhi man can. Cause he mixes it with love and makes the system look bad. The Gandhi man consents that he represents Muslims, Hindu, Sikhs, and Asians. All the other religious persuasions. But a very few Caucasians. Who can really take a beating? Who can really take a punch? Who can fast without a dinner or a breakfast or a lunch? The Gandhi man. The Gandhi man. Oh, the Gandhi man. The Gandhi man can cause he mixes it with love and makes the system look bad. Yes, the Gandhi man can, cause he mixes it with love and makes the system look bad. Oh, I'm the old-time king of passive resistance. You'd better do what I say, or I swear I will starve myself to death. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Absolutely.
control and you'll find out why when you hear the latest release from blockbuster entertainment jim bandage sings duets well, well all right hear the mad dog jim bandage sing classic rock all right Felt a little bit foolish. Kind of like a eunuch in a whorehouse. But now, he says... I like it. I like it. The mad dog just can't kiss enough of that cottage cheese butt. If he wants me to sing God Bless America and pasties in a G-string up here, I'll do it. You got soul, and everybody knows that it's all right. All right. Listen to the mad dog sing himself happy. All right. All right. All right. Jim Bandage sings duets. Available now at all Blockbuster stores. Now, from Washington, the McLaughlin Group. Featuring Eleanor Cliff, Jack Germond, and sitting in for Pat Buchanan, New York Giant Tiki Barber. Now, here's John McLaughlin. Issue 1, George W. Rings or Vault? Eleanor Cliff. Well, John, I'd have to say. Wrong! Jack Germond. Well, that's not an easy choice. Wrong! Tiki Barber. I'm going to have to say the vault. Wrong! Actual answer, Floyd. Exercise. That wasn't even a choice. Next issue, Al Gore. Favorite Broadway show. Bring in the noise, bring in the punk or cats. Eleanor G, I think you're swallowed off. Well, John, I'd have to say. Wrong. Jackie, Jackie, big job on. Well, that's a very difficult choice. Wrong. Tiki Barber. I'm going to have to say Ren. Not a choice, Reeky Tiki Barber. You gave an answer last time that wasn't a choice. Wrong. Correct response, cats. He loves them. Next issue, the cast of Big Brother. Should be murdered. How? Eleanor. Eleanor. Wrong. Check your mom. Dynamite. Wrong. Tiki Barber. I don't think they should be kids. Wrong. Actual answer. Poison pudding. Bye bye. Bye bye. One forty-eight. That's uh, maybe my all-time favorite. I just I get the quivers in my ass when I play that. It's great. Speaking of quivers, Mike 
Oxlong, one of our great faxers, says, Greatest scandal in the history of South Florida, the Defoe Mikasuki Gregory fiasco. I think you may have a point. Absolutely. Yeah, something to think about. Okay, that's our poll. Which of these was the biggest scandal ever? Some of you are a little bit slow, didn't understand the question, but that's okay. Almost 800 votes. If we don't get to 800 by 2 o'clock, by the way, George does the next three weeks. you got only 13 to go. I'm going to do that myself. Invasion of Iraq based on lies, 266. The 2000 election fiasco, 188. They stole it. Pre-child abuse scandal, 121. Watergate, 67. O.J. murder charges, 47. Monica Penisgate, only 31. Only 31. About 30, man. I thought that was a big simus. Ted Kennedy and Chappaquiddick moving up nicely, 22. Iran-Contra, 11. Michael Jackson child molestation charges, 8. As if it was a big surprise, I guess. Vatican banking scandal, 8. John Kerry and Drudgegate, 5. Boy, that Miss Fudge, she's busy on it. Uh, she's tapping on it. Warren Commission report, 5. Gary Condit and Chandra Levy, 4. Robert Blake murder charges, two now. Oh, Bonnie's other sister just voted. <laughs> and Gary Hart and Donna's Rice, be having one. Oh, look at that. A sudden surge, 794 already. Balls. I want to try something right now. It's never really been done before. I'm going to sing something, and then I'll grab across your boobies and make one of them flop out for all the families to see at home. And then when I'm oblivious to the outrage, I'm going to tell Access Hollywood it was on purpose. But then the next day, I'm going to blame the whole thing on you. And the NFL will too. And so we'll see the S and MTV. And then I'm just gonna say, It was so good, your malfunction, y'all. What was I to do? And then the fans will say, I don't know how it happened, but at least I gotta see food. <laughs> He's back in jail, re-singing his classic hits for his latest release. It's Glenn Campbell, live from the Maricopa Tunes. I'm an old drunk cowboy. When I can't see the lines, I start weaving all over the road. By the time I find my penis, I'll be sober. I am the tunes. I have a cellmate. His name's Jerome. Gaviscon, I be Gaviscon. How's my butt? The gas keeps blowing. My green underwear is now blowing. I'm doing time in Maricopa County. Mixing booze with legs of pro. I was a big star, but now I'm just a washed up cranky old asshole. Glenn Campbell. I'm on a douse him with lighter fluid. It set his ass on fire. That's just how much I hate Big Van Dyke. Yes, Len Campbell re-sings his all-time greatest hits live from the Maricopa Tunes. Available wherever cigarettes are traded. The Middle Eastern world 
will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's growing. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our head. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Three thousand people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam too. Plankate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden, but no one seems concerned. All comfy and complacent, believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some. Weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now. Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide. Table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservations. Bout of provoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall in Halliburton installed. With no objection at all. Democrats don't have the balls and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction.